Historians in the great courts say the 13th age ended with the boy emperor's coronation, or the end of the dwarven monarchy, or the return of true elven magic. Most folks draw the line at the day the Lord of Devils cursed the world. Those who know the story say it began 60 years earlier, with the death of the great gold worm. But this isn't the end. It's the beginning. What adventures lie in the 14th age? Man, I don't know what that accent was, but uh, hopefully some of this is usable. Thanks, guys. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Let's Play the 14th Age. That's right. This is our legacy session. We Ooh. are doing a special epilogue showing uh, a new adventure with a new group of adventurers in a world created by the campaign we just finished. To be clear, this isn't a full campaign, though. No. <laughs> this this is a, a one-shot coda. Yes. So let's get right to it. Uh, it's morning in the halfling village of Twisp on the outskirts where uh, half-size and uh, human-size uh, buildings exist side by side. We open in a tavern uh, known as the Eight Toxins. We see the owner sitting behind the bar, an elderly dragon spawn whose red scales have faded pink. He puts his peg foot on the bar as he washes a few glasses, uh, getting prepared for the evening rush. In the center, at a large table, are two uh, travelers who, it's clear, are wandering university types. Uh, they're, they have packs, journals, uh, everything that uh, an experienced traveler uses to, to pick out those sorts. Uh, a half-elf and a pixie. Rituel de Thalm and Hollandaise Sunday have collected a set of individuals to help acquire an artifact of interest. Who are the people seated before them? Da, my name is Explorer Trib. I am from the Great Northwests, where I fought winter scars for years. I am the only seeker of the lost druid to my knowledge. And I am here with my friend Grub. That's me. My name's Grub. I'm an orc. I'm a chef. I used to work in an, the great orc coliseum in the capital city in the far barren north. I have come down to the blasted empire full of blasted humans and their horrible, mediocre, I would say, magic in search of legends of, loath as I am to say it, Necropolitan 13 in belief that there are some long lost secrets of cooking there. I don't need these cooking secrets for any particular reason. I just do not believe in doing anything by half. Most people will recognize me by the ever-burning ember that has been lodged in my chest, because I am the only person who has ever survived a direct encounter with a flame elemental. <clears throat> I am... Sabine, but you can call me Vardissa. Uh, I'm a rebel... Sort of... I'm a rebel against... The man. I'm not a fan of the Empire or the kingmakers, whatever they want to call themselves these days. And I just want to make, spread the word so that everyone knows how shit they are. And how do you spread that word, Vardissa? With art. 
I create art, and people aren't very happy with it. And I'll oh, it's it. art. <laughs> Shitty paintings of the emperor with a goatee. So I was, just because I painted them on the side of, you know, castles and military outposts, it's somehow illegal. Man, I would have liked to have written something up in advance for this. Oh well. Uh, my <laughs> name is Lynn. I am a reporter, a, a form a reporter technically, uh, for the Imperial Standard before they threw me off because of their, you know, their ter- wait. Their bullshit. Uh, because of their complete and insidious corruption and deference to the corrupt Imperial authorities when I reported I a story you. about the the uh, I reported a story about the the <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe we should cut that part out. This um, is why you got into writing instead of public speaking. Exactly. <laughs> you understand completely. Uh, when I reported a story about their about the treachery of a high-ranking noble family in the empire, uh, now I am uh, I am wandering the uh, the uh, the world. You know, uh, only supported uh, barely uh, by my distant mentor. Uh, trying to raise funds to start my own newspaper to compete with the, you know, the the farce that is the Imperial Standard. Uh, incidentally, this isn't really important, uh, but I am technically a member of the Imperial Noble uh, Gafranga family. Well, we should team up. We could do. We could. We could do great things. What do you do? I'd spread the word about how shit the Empire is. Uh, that that sounds good. Uh, can you write? I can make symbols. Oh, you're a cartoonist? <laughs> <laughs> sure. So, Redis is illiterate. We know that already. And I'll do the restaurant reviews. <laughs> In the anti-empire propaganda piece. This got away from us before it ever started, didn't it? Yes. I don't know what you're talking about. I believe we just found the common link between all our characters. About Clearly, the they work for Lynn's newspaper. Oh, we'll I meant to say evil. that I throw my lot in the wood the revolution that aims to oppose the empire uh, out of desperation. Oh, although they aren't returning my calls at the moment. <laughs> that's... I'm that's technically a, a member of those guys. Oh, that's, a that's only a matter of time until they get back to me. Yeah. Um... And one more sits on the other side of this uh, round table. I am known as the Guns of Navarone. I am a musical. I am a musical AI construct created by Rip Smolderbone. Who's that? I'm lost. Grub is gonna reach over and squeeze one of the rubber bulbs on your shoulder to make a honk. Is that the? Is that the guy that my grandpa used to listen to? I was created to travel the Empire and seek out the stories and music of the people. And also shoot arrows at things. That's a good soundbite. Yeah. I think she just ignored you, Vardissa. That's pretty cold, huh? What else is new in this, in this Empire? I just can't with your pog. I, okay. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, we should probably say, because this is probably going to come up a lot, but uh, Vardissa's Pog is a tiny, chubby, fat reaper from Overwatch. It's really good. And the fun doesn't stop there, because Gun's Pog is Bastion. Yeah. Yeah. And Grub's Pog is Uzaru from Dragon Ball. 
Which is a plot we've used very frequently. <laughs> My pog is the martyred pog that explained me so nicely like four years ago. And mine is actually my character, so that's not exciting. <laughs> Pretty good punchline, though. Yeah. Well, you know, I want to interject for a moment and say that mm-hmm. it's kind of remarkable that our characters all seem to be on the same wavelength, which is a marked difference from the 13th age. <laughs> I mean, we don't actively want to hate each other at all times. That is good. We all seem to be on pretty much the same page. Yeah, like, it kind of seemed like our binding tie in the 13th age was malice. <laughs> Either <laughs> I think it was that it just the binding tie was just that the world-ending quest was so important and you all knew about it. Like the only thing we had more malice towards than each other was like everything else. <laughs> <laughs> you should ask Grub what their restaurant reviews would be like. Would be very critical of the empirical standard of cooking. They'd pretty much I all hope. just be like, fuck this, I did it better. <laughs> grub out. You sound I know how to make a better taco than this place out. ever could. For a reviewer. This Empire Run Cantina. So, we are gathered here today. Yes. Uh, thank you all for coming. You, you are all some uh, exceptional individuals. Uh, I feel... You, you might be curious about why uh, my companion and, and I asked for some uh, effectuators such as yourselves. Yeah, you kind of look like suits to I'm me. Just jotting something down on my notepad. How do you spell effectuators? Sorry? Uh, E-F-F-E-C-T-U-A-T-O-R-S. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Got it. Thank you. S-S-T-U-R-S. How would you represent I-P-P-I, that with a, yes. a single image? Oh, well, uh, if I were to depict us, I would be standing uh, proud and tall with Rituel sitting on my shoulder, uh, and and we'd be looking into the rising sun. Very romantic. We we might be on a horse. How about if the sun was also a bleeding eyeball? (laughs) Do I do that? If you hired us for an art assignment, I'm not into that. Uh, we, We didn't. So why don't we get down to brass tacks, as I've heard some say. Uh, so yes, my, my friend, uh, friend uh, Hollandaise and I have uh, an artifact. dating, you can say it. <laughs> we don't care. <laughs> L- labels are weird. I'm sure you can understand. Uh, oh, because I'm weird? Oh, I see. Glob, it's okay. I'm 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 starting to think we uh we got the wrong effectual what's it's uh whatever you said effectuators if, if you want stuff done we can probably do it yes right? that's what I'm trying to get to we want stuff done so why thank you, you. let's just get to the point then what do you want done <laughs> yeah Please why don't we just don't get to the point what's wrong what are we blowing up I mean I don't I don't know look okay uh she Would she you like straightens. To expand on that? Uh, yes, I would like to expand on that. Yes, <laughs> I see. Damn, we really are a united front. She sits down in a huff, and Hollandaise takes up the the job. Like, okay, uh, here we have your qualifications, uh, Grub. We are um, sending you to find something that no one has tasted before. Uh, and- 
And Plora, you are sort of a package deal, so that's nice. Uh, Lynn, this is a chance to set the record straight on a bit of buried history. Very exciting for you, I'm sure. That's good, that's good. I'm very excited about the opportunity. Uh, uh, guns? Is, yeah. Sh- shall I call you guns? There's a very slight nod. Okay. I mean, that is her name, so if, it would if, make sense. Well, I wasn't sure we were familiar enough. Uh, guns of Navarone. If the rumors are true, this object might have a very personal uh, uh, connection. And uh, yeah, maybe it's another fucking tuba guns. Uh, v- Vardissa, you were thank you uh, drinking here earlier, so we thought, why not? <laughs> 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 uh this we we are after a cube of exotic matter that came from somewhere else legend says it is the heart of the marquis de necropolis uh the lich king the second oh why the fuck would i want to eat that i hate undead bye good luck well, good luck what? sit down ah uh, fucking undead Oh, I'm alive. I'm alive. Why are you called undead then, piece of shit? We also know you are seeking some secrets of Necropolitan 13, and if anything could lead you there, I mean... <sighs> I guess so. In any case, uh, we and some other people from uh, our branch of the Wandering U, uh, we'd just like to study it, uh, poke it, and... We've tracked it down to see that it is in this immediate region somewhere. We got, uh, yeah, we, we got the lead from someone who swore us to secrecy. Uh, talking to him was rather difficult. <laughs> uh, I'm winking and nudging. If you were, excuse me, okay. excuse me. If you were sworn to secrecy, why did you tell us? Miss Sunday winked repeatedly while referring to her mysterious <laughs> benefactor. I'm pretty sure benefactor is with a U R. O R. I don't think that's right. U R. O R. I am what? Da. A benefactor. Oh, why? Thank you. Yes. Uh Look, my my friend uh, is all. She likes to name drop, but we're not allowed to name drop, so there's that. Uh, is Do you have any other questions? I mean, you've got... Please find it. Uh, uh, speaking then, of name drops, thank I'll, you. Uh, I'll ask on behalf of Lynn here, can we get a spelling on your names, I guess? Oh, that's, uh, sure. that's a good idea. Good call. R- R-I-T-U-E-L-L-E, Rituel, D-E-T-H-A-U-M, Dethom. Thank you. Uh, okay. Hollandaise, spelled uh, H-O-L-L-A-N-D-A-I-S-E. Uh, Sunday is S-U-N-D-A-E. That sounds Hollandaise disgusting. Sun- Hollandaise Sunday? Wait, why Why do you say that, Guns? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You see, the fascinating thing, uh, as soon as she says this, Ritual's eyes just roll all the way in the back of her head. Okay, the fascinating thing is, there's 
I'm the only thing named Hollandaise around here, but I get that reaction all the time. People just start describing something else entirely. It is oddly familiar. Hollandaise is a halfling egg sauce. It no, would go see, poorly on a Sunday. It's not though. Like everybody has but heard of this. But it is. Everybody's heard of this egg sauce. Like we're we're right next door to a bunch of halflings. You can ask around. They have not heard of it. They think it's uh, a South uh, Imperial thing. You go to the South Empire. They think it's an elf thing. It's, it's information that came from nowhere. That's that's no sort of the same reason. Comes from nowhere. Exactly. It's That's why we want this cube. Pushed. Like they're they're <laughs> your name and this cube are unrelated. Very no, we do not understand. Here's this my reminds theory. me of how people always laugh whenever something gets buried exactly six feet underground. <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> Hollandaise and Grub are the best of friends now. I will have to oh, collect great. more stories on this. Yeah, Hollandaise. My memory records are incomplete. Dressing or occult phenomenon exposed. The mystery of the the Empire's food culture. Okay, good. Uh, Well, we see this is where the, the, uh, the trail ran a bit cold. So it's definitely near here. And we've got a feeling that something... Near here. Great. Something this hot is not going to go long without making itself known or having some ripples. And uh, mm-hmm. we just don't know anybody nearby to put the squeeze on. Oh, and she's never squeezed anybody. Uh, she's mostly read books. She is not that sort of back alley. That seems uh, very pri- personal. Private I don't know eye. what the hell you're talking about. I'm I'm talking about people with trench coats and fedora hats monologuing in the black and white rain. She she doesn't do that. I frankly don't do that either. Okay, great. We're all settled that none of us wear fedoras <laughs> or stand Cold out in rain. Denied allega- allegations of fedora. Rain's bad for my work, so I don't go out. In bad weather. So what's the pay? Well, ah, oh, they they sort of look back and forth at each other, like raising their eyebrows. Then Hollandaise raises hers like twice. We will get back to you. So hang on. Let me get this straight. A couple of a couple of fuckers. I don't know. Wearing incredibly fancy suits that look a whole hell of a lot like some imperial fucking rags to me. Want us to do something for free. Because they think it's what we want. Two thousand. Is that about right? Two thousand gold, and you get to decide what to do with the cube when we're done studying it. I I'll work for half. Acceptable. Of you. Have, I don't want it. I'll I'll work for half of you. Give me exclusive reporting rights on your uh, on your uh, investigate on your research. Oh, Rob, if you do not want it, I will take the heart. Yeah, you can fucking Please, have it. I'm That's ten thousand gold. Thanks. My creator would like to know of this. I'm certain, but. I'm sure I can just scan it. See, this just got way easier for you two. The rest of these fucking losers just want the fucking cube, so you can reserve all the gold for me. Okay, uh, eight hundred gold. It's a deal. I still You're... say I wanted half the gold. I have to eat. Oh, sorry, I didn't hear that. Anyway, all the gold for me. I do need routine maintenance. <laughs> yep, all for me. That I agree, guns, all for me. We're just going to leave you to your internal discussions, and uh, they they gather their their papers, 
and uh, are are off to find more meta civilizations. All right, so backing up a bit, so this was a cube from a part of Necropolis. It is a chunk of weird, chunk and we will get it. Okay. So backing purple. up also guns. Yeah. Everything to Hello. do with undead is purple. They acted like your only name was too familiar, but they call me by my nickname as if it was nothing. I am Explorer. I don't understand. Well, they did either. that for me as well, but I, I prefer not to go by my actual name. It was very rude. I mean, well, my name's just Grub. I don't know what the rest of your problems are. Well, let's go find you. Yeah, let's wait, go look for wait, magic go, reverberations a, in the earth or whatever. Let me the take a picture of the party. I want to have something do. to cap the story off if, I end up, if it ends up uh, being published. Okay, wait, everybody what? pose. Everybody smile. I'm I, not going to. Put on my mask real quick. Oh, yeah, alright. <laughs> gotta preserve your anonymity. <laughs> you gotta smile out of Grub when Grub looks at Vardis's mask. I take the picture. Flora is wearing a hood, a scarf, a cape, goggles. <laughs> Their face is completely obscured at basically all times. That could well, be like anybody. A desert wanderer. If I ever get any, mach- if I ever get like machinery that lets me put pictures into into uh, into articles, I will definitely get back to you about this. You still don't have that down here in the Empire? That's hilarious. Well, for the record, I forgot to mention, but uh, Redissa is a uh, yellow-skinned uh, dragonborn. Oh yeah, I should probably mention Explorer is a halfling druid. Uh, my character is a brown-haired uh, human. Uh, I don't know, very... very <laughs> really? <laughs> hey, so am I. How about that? I know. Uh- <laughs> Remarkable. Me too. <laughs> Holy shit, how deep does this conspiracy go? Lynn will find out. Uh, is there some- she definitely will. Is finding this cube gonna in some way help the revolution or hurt the Empire? No idea, but it is weird and I want it. It doesn't sound like it's even gonna help my pockets much, so you know, maybe I'll just hang out and have another round. Oh. Y'all can look for fucking magic dirt snorters more anti-empire stories so it'll definitely help the empire indirectly yeah hurt the empire as as these five uh, exit the uh, the eight poisons the eight toxins eight toxins toxins. why would you name a bar that in the first place Uh, they only have eight kinds of beer no, oh, is, is there sign. another sign under, underneath the big one that says "Pick your poison"? Yes, yes, it does. Yeah. Uh, as they leave out the front, there there is a uh, chattering of of uh, chairs being shoved back and, and knocking into plates and and dishes as they fall over. As out the back door scramble two figures in trench coats and fedora hats. Hmm. That's probably unrelated. Probably. I'm gonna have to make a note of this. I'll Look, let, we can I'll either let... assume that they're unrelated or just bang them together until they're definitely unrelated. I don't want to draw any concrete conclusion. the conclusions. The I'm gonna go pick up two people that. and mash them against each as, other. Is what I'm saying. As, See you guys later. Uh, oh, how did you know they were out there? They they um, left the opposite door, and that is dramatic irony. If you can tell me how Grub noticed, then Grub noticed. <laughs> let me think. Well, I would say that your friend and mine, Grub, made a living out of running a food stand that overlooked the Colosseum. And as such, 
Grubb never really got too close to the action, but nevertheless was very engrossed in the action and has developed some very sharp eyes. Give me an intelligence-based background roll. Oh, <laughs> intelligence. That's a minus one. Let's do it. Oh my. What background are you using, Grub? Why, I'm using my Coliseum food stall background. And I rolled a 15 in total. Okay. Uh, as, as Grub goes around the alley, uh, she definitely does see two trench they, coats. They, please, they... They uh, see two trench-coated fedorid figures going around the corner and, and knocking over a uh, aluminum trash can that, that spills behind them. I'm going to bellow, hey, motherfuckers, why y'all got to be so untidy and run after him? All right, uh, <laughs> now we're in pursuit, so that's going to be uh, probably something you're better at. This pretty fast. Uh, Dexterity-based. Oh, oh no. nice. Let's see. Okay. And what uh, background is this? Oh, uh, let's see. What what kind of environment is this alley back here? Is it like... Is this like one of those dark, twisty, turny alleys that I've heard so much about? Uh, this... I mean, we, we are on the outskirts of the halfling village of Twisp, which is uh, bright green. It's, it's midday. Uh, okay, so pretty wide open spaces. Like, yeah, the, the alleys are mostly... Uh, Just the, the divots the, between hills. Exactly, the, the divots between rolling foothills. Okay, in that case, I will have to use my slightly inferior background, Search for the Elemental, because that concerns the time in which Grub was wandering the barren wastes, which this terrain is largely reminiscent of. And that's a natural 20. Oh! Wow. And that oh. is how Dang. we do it. I had a plan for backing you up, but it looks like it was completely unnecessary. Oh, can I work you into my natural 20? Uh, sure. I, I say yes. Uh, I have great news. One of my backgrounds is Brave Explorer. Uh, oh. Explorer is very rough and tumble and likes to run around. I was going to go over the inn since it's just a hill. I am about to send you where no gnome has gone before. Okay. And I'm going to... You see, Grub isn't as fast a runner as these two trench coat figures, but Grub has a really mean fastball. <laughs> Good. Great. And I'm, I'm going to pluck this lovely friend of mine up off the ground and just throw them as hard as possible, trusting in that their many, many layers of clothing will protect them, but not so much the trench coated figures. I... I want to write an article about this immediately because this is a ridiculous <laughs> scene. <laughs> well, my one magic hard. item is a symbol of luck, so I'm sure I'll be fine. Tuck and roll, Flora. Tuck and roll. As I become a gnome bowling ball. So as uh, these two figures duck and weave uh, and find themselves at their rendezvous point uh, in the midst of a cornfield, uh, one just sort of bends over, hunches down a bit, and is breathing heavily. The, the other uh, begins shaking gravel out of their shoe. They think they've made it, and then, with a thump, they slowly turn and see Plora. And then they turn around it to run back the way they came, and that has given Grub enough time to catch up. They're between an orc and a druid place. What do you nice. do? It didn't take long for you to get thrown, did they? This is definitely no, one of our games. No, it did not. Straight to the point. Well, I guess I'm going to say, hey, look, friends, just a couple friendly questions for a couple of friends like you, and then you're free to go, hey? I had some friends uh, 
and I had some enemies. Took some time to tell them apart. Cool, it's not raining. Shut up. I don't know what that's supposed to mean, but I figure you got some questions you want to ask me. Maybe knock my lights out. I know the drill. <sighs> hey, do you know anything about a cube or whatever? Your question isn't aggressive enough. Let me show you how it's done. Excuse me, sir. It's trench coat figure number one. Could you tell me anything about this about a cube, a mysterious cube, well, possibly belonging to the Kong that has been satisfied in the nearby area? There've been reports of it, uh, reports of it, uh, from various leading figures in the academic community in this town. Uh, look, I'm. I get sources from the press. I don't turn stool pigeon, okay? Unless uh, there might be an advance on this article you're writing. I. Uh, 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 aren't they being friend right now? Like, aren't they like between like two people who are like threatening to rough them up? Shouldn't he be a bit more amicable? The average person would, but this hmm. is Mason Crumbles Malone. Does anyone want to help me intimidate this person? I'll do it. Guns walks up, kind of just stares at this weed for a second. And then goes into full assault mode and, un- and pops out, like, six different crossbows. <laughs> all pointed directly at its head. Alright, uh, give me a roll. Uh, okay. This is gonna be charisma-based. <laughs> which I th- That's actually very bad for me. I have a quick question for guns. Yeah. Um, are the crossbows strung on various string instruments? Of course! Okay. This was made by I just wanted to double check. Thank you. Guns and Navarone, how did you get a hold of all these instruments? My creator, or buddy, as he refuses to call me anything but Rip Smolderboulder, acquired these at the Miraculous Maestro's Musical Market. And then there's like a very piped in, like, low quality jingle. (laughs) (laughs) It's very clearly been, like, recorded through a speaker, through a speaker, through a speaker. (laughs) Right off Highway 9 in the glorious city of Forge. Come to there. Come on down to Miraculous Maestro's Musical Market. Where you can get all your Miraculous Musical Market We got market banjos. Pieces. You want harps? We, we got, got berimbaos. So yeah, how uh, how intimidating are you with this charisma-based background? Probably, and what background is being used? Uh, I'm going to use my musical machinery background. Uh, this is going to be a disaster, but it's going to be funny anyway. So... That's an eight. pointing the wrong direction. <laughs> Three of the crossbows fall out, and a horrible like oh. bike horn goes off. Oh shit, buddy! I'm gonna pick up. I'm just gonna pick up these crossbows, Shoddy. and I guess just put them back in could wherever they fit. The, could you plug those back in? Thank you. Shoddy yeah, this uh, from the legend Rip Smolder Boulder was the story has been overrated. Just <laughs> pressing, the I'm exclusive gonna, story. I'm gonna pick up Lynn and just kind of swivel her 180 degrees and point her back at Crumbles and be like, just do that oh. act on this fella, okay? Do, do, do You're kind of losing track. Do the act. Yeah. Oh, um, look, I I know you guys want to be tough, you want to be heavies, but uh, being tough and being heavy ain't all there is, all right. okay? Maybe we can just talk like human beings. I could, I guess, I can bribe them a little bit. That seems fine. Uh, that, all right, so I would like a bribe. Yes, thank you. <laughs> uh, Finally, mean- someone who speaks English. In the meantime, can I make a skill check to climb up on the roof of the building next to us? You've had plenty of time to climb up on this roof. Oh, okay. You're, You're ready there. Then. This You're roof is not resisting you. 
All right, you are all him, set. Let's give him 50 gold. Now, is that too much? Is that too, what's, what's a good bribe? Can I roll to determine what is a good bribe? I would never call a bribe too much, young lady. Uh, I want to. I want to roll a background to determine the I, the minimum the, the minimum amount like the minimum amount of bribe I can give to. Okay, this guy. is intelligence. Uh, intelligence. My background was a good background for this. I... Um. Probably whatever your I'm corruption say it's seeking my, is. It's probably more my my aristocrat background, my disgraced reporter background. So let's go with that one. That does uh, make sense. Yeah, yeah that yeah. checks out to me. Um. So that's going to be um. And my intelligence is high, so that should be good. You know, not to not to trying to spotlight or anything, but aren't you fighting corruption? Uh, sometimes, you know, you have to... you got to... you got to uh, break a few eggs, catch a fish to... I'm not good at metaphors, you know? I'm... I don't know what <laughs> I'm I mean. I'm only a writer. you got to break a few eggs to have uh, broken eggs. That's a, that's a bit sometimes of a Sometimes you need to tame a yeti to fight the winterland. <laughs> yeah, I think you tip them too much. I think that's what this comes down to. Uh, how much do I bribe them, Ironicus? Uh, you you bribe him a hundred gold. That's way too much. Uh, but <laughs> you bribe him seventy gold. I I snap I snap under the I snap under the pressure and I give him too much money. Is, is the problem that Lynn is a little too bit too sheltered and doesn't really know what things cost for ordinary people yet? That might be that might be a <laughs> little bit of it. Uh, How much could a banana cost? Ten dollars? That kind of thing. <laughs> I was about to make that joke. Oh, I forgot to mention that while Lynn is up, it is like moving around constantly whenever she does this, because that is the feature of one of her magic items, is that she cannot stop moving. She's a very active person, always like bobbing <laughs> up and down on the spot. That makes sense, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, okay. Uh, I've been uh, investigating some outsider sightings. The, uh, the little folk around here have been seeing some uh, UFOs, flying saucers and the like. UFOs. So, uh, you know how it is these days. Yeah. So uh, I figure you know that my next okay. Sorry, go on. There's a uh, a mountain uh, not far from here. Well, mountain of these folks, these poor country bumpkins ain't seen half the shit you and I seen. Ah, I'm too old for this. Anyhow. I'm willing to accept that Crumbles is an authority on mountains, being that they are literally built out of stone. Yes. Uh, now, now that you're all close up, you, you can see between the lapels of the of the trench coat that he is a hard-boiled golem detective. He's oh, rough. He's weathered around the edges. That uh, gravel that was coming out of his boot—that was just his feet his foot. Couldn't, couldn't take the running. So, oh good. no! History repeats itself. What have I done to another so- character's foot? This is like a nice book <laughs> story. Another beloved character's foot. Anyway, uh, fidgety drink water like you, if you're looking for something curious around these parts, uh, might look to uh, the might look to the west a bit. I'm not usually one to go in for like the supernatural sort of stories, but you know I am pretty desperate at the moment, so that's that's definitely a good place to start. Uh, Unusual <laughs> frost orbs are always a good lead. Uh, I, not, not to mention that extraterrestrials are one of the icons in yeah, uh, the 14th literally Which one of our party members is most likely to believe in all UFO stories, though? Uh, Explorer. The yeah, I was going to say Explorer as well. Explorer is like, rods are real. I've seen them. <laughs> Lynn, check, check your camera picture for orb. Yeah. Many orb. Many orb. Uh, I was actually forgot to mention the thing, by the way. The outsiders' followers are probably mostly cults, mm-hmm. honestly, more than uh, 
more than like UFO things, but UFO things are also cool. I I just want to say I find it funny the idea of like it like would be funny if the outside didn't actually exist and it was just like a bunch of sightings of like weather balloons and stuff, but that's still basically amounted to an icon <laughs> because of like Swamp the amount gas. of influence. Prince of Shadows too. Are you suggesting that the outsider is in fact Margaret Stone's explanations for red caps? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, not about that joke. Uh, the outsider is a red cap. Sorry, I run. Oh my uh, god! Yeah. All right. Doo, so doo, 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 doo. You, you have exchanged Oops. bribe for information from a hard-boiled noir detective and a second trench-coated figure who uh. Named yeah, Mums. what's up with your half-point buddy there? What are you talking about? I'm incredibly. Uh, the tall, thin figure's trench coat opens up and outspills a gnome and a large pair of stilts. Oh. <laughs> uh, pocket sand! Ha-cha! And, and he runs away. Oh, oh shit, they both got away. Smile, please. As you take a picture of their backs as they run away. <laughs> now, hmm. Well? Alright, to the west, I guess. To the west! Vardissa, get down from there. You will hurt yourself. I, I climb all the time. <laughs> it's part of my job. I do a backflip every day of my life. <laughs> every morning, <laughs> I wake up and I open Palm Slam a VHS into the slot. It's, it's Chronicles of Riddick. It's, it's backflipping for dummies. And, <laughs> and I do the backflips right alongside with the main character, Dummy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You... you uh, are leaving the halfling towns behind you and the uh, elf woods even farther behind that. Uh, give me... Uh, well, it's time for a travel montage. Oh, no. Oh, oh, I travel. I, wait, wait, I thought these were fun. I no, love them. Yeah, yeah let's do them. Stupid. Go, okay. go on. I love them. I thought I was free. <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> I'm just teasing. I just wanted to yell something. So, Plora, what is something, uh, what is a challenge you encounter on the way toward the Eastern Mount? And Guns whining. <laughs> that is not it. That is not, that is not the thing. That is not the thing. Um, Look, I'm just saying that out of all of us, Guns is definitely the best yeah. dressed and most averse to dirt. That's all I'm saying. Right. Guns whining wasn't the problem. Oh, yeah. It was the, uh, it was the forest yetis it attracted. Oh shit! Yetis. Oh dear, that that will be a problem. That'll guns. Yeah, guns was absolutely whining. <laughs> like, and constantly. of course, since guns is made of musical instruments, guns is whining yeah. is like a chorus. It's actually like really beautiful. It's like thirty different voices singing in perfect harmony. This fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah, oh, and like three yetis sucks. noticed, so they were yes. on their way. Uh, Grub, the yetis arrived. What did you do to uh, overcome th this challenge? <laughs> I went up to... <laughs> oh boy, I went up... Okay, look. It's, this is what I do. I, I went up to the biggest forest yeti. I picked up a rock, and I held it in my one currently functioning arm. And I punched that forest yeti into a tree. <laughs> All right. 
Uh, This show of dominance clearly demonstrated that Grub is superior and uh, claimed the territory. Uh, Congratulations. And ever since, I've been getting bouquets from forest yetis. So, Grub, what did you find uh, unusual at the base of the eastern mountain? A ladder carved into the stone. (laughs) Huh. Okay. With no other apparent, like, there wasn't a path, we didn't follow a path leading up to the ladder or anything, and there doesn't seem to be a path coming away from the ladder, it's just the ladder, the only portion of the path that apparently exists. I guess we kind of lucked out finding it, but it is pretty weird. Uh, Vardissa, how did you prevent this, uh... Tr- this ladder from destroying your your compatriots. Huh. What what about this ladder was was so dangerous? Well, I mean, it's a ladder carved out of rocks. The ladders on the side are always of dangerous. You don't really need to add very much. Yeah. <laughs> now, are you afraid of heights? It's probably it's a pretty averse uh, climb for those who don't climb a lot. But I do climb a lot, so I think what I do is I just... We have established that in the fiction, yes. Yes. <laughs> but I mean, Facts you know, if you want to put art one. on the top of a wall or a billboard or something, you gotta get up there. So I make my way, I can... I think what I'll do is I climb up the side, and I, whenever I find a, a ledge or something we can stop on, I'll throw a rope down to help the others get up. Okay. Uh, as you're climbing up on on one of these ledges, and you I'll be see sure to like leave a little sign here and there. Just uh, you know, just a little a little painting, just to, you know, of the the kingmakers, and they have you know some sort of. What thing is Vardis's tag that she leaves when she doesn't really have time for anything bigger? <laughs> I'm gonna say a, just a. Uh, let's see. What's the whatever the symbol of the the kingmakers is? The people who run the empire now. A crown. Yeah, I'll just have a crown. A seven-pointed crown. Let's see, a seven-pointed crown. Maybe it's got some, uh... Let's see, maybe I'll... Have a, maybe we have a thing made of an effect that looks like there's a stamp over it, so then, uh, something says, like... Uh, what should it say? Something that really defines what I think about them in, like, one word. Okay, so it's Johnny Cash giving the finger. Great. Yes. Uh, it's the seven-pointed crown, but giving a middle finger. <laughs> uh, so, Verdissa, on one of the in the middle of one of your tags, you mm. notice something that uh, is a deadly danger on this climb. What is it? <gasps> Red cap. <laughs> what if it's a uh, a pack of like uh, really really mean looking you know those goats that can just run on the side of a climb up the side of a like sheer <laughs> yeah. cliff you are ever sure you don't want to sure you don't want to there's a dire version of those right now they, oh, the dire version of those is that they also have four legs on their back so that if they get flipped over they just keep going red cap would be nice maybe you know i'm under a lot of stress right now it could be. and riding <laughs> on the mountain goats are a bunch of red caps <laughs> truly it's, it's the mouse. worst the worst I, possible situation to be in. So hey, I guess Lynn, eight-legged red cap goats. Um, Lynn, what did you do to to uh, save everyone from these red cap riding goats? Uh, wait, wait. I, I think it's crazy the other up there. Wait, oh. the goats yeah. are riding the red hmm. caps. 
Lynn is going to first uh, first assume that goats would be afraid if she were to, you know, uh, you know, take a picture and scare them off of the bright light. Unfortunately, this only makes the goats angry, and so they pursue <laughs> her violently to the edge of the cliff, where she is forced to fend them, off, fend them off desperately, while also simultaneously writing a story about how, you know, goat population is out of control in this part of the empire. Uh, she manages to somehow survive through a series of, free- of like, freakish miracles, like, you know, some, uh, some... The wind blows at the right time, and, like, some boulders fall down and knock some of them out. Strong-ass wind! It's just... Yeah. That's... A tornado comes. All right. Uh, through, through some sort of Buster Keaton-esque uh, uh, slapstick <laughs> and divine intervention, uh, Lynn's martial prowess saves you all from the red caps and goats. I like to think that that's all going on when the rest of us are just sort of standing there watching. <laughs> like, that's going on in, 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 like, fast motion Buster Keaton style, and the rest of us are, like, cut back to us at normal speed. <laughs> Look, you gotta let a budding journalist get out of her own scrapes. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to develop life skills, I say, as I, you know, I just try to dust off you know, myself and, like, try to put bandage the huge gash on the side of my arm. And one of the goats <laughs> gored me open. <laughs> wow. Oh, God. Are you okay? I'm fine. Uh, I've, I've had worse. I've here, got I have lots of reporting box. scars. You want to see them? Have you seen some of my reviews? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> you know, being a reporter's dangerous. People are always trying to kill you. It's part of the job. Explorer yeah. gives you Lynn. a regeneration. Heal him up. Lynn, have a lunchbox. Thank you. We Lynn. look out for one I'm another. I'm going to review this lunchbox after I'm done with L- L- Lynn, <laughs> as, as you... If, hey, it, guess what'll happen if you give it a bad review? I, I know. We're just, we're just talking about that. <laughs> I saw what happened to that Yeti. <laughs> uh, uh, as you are in the middle of eating this delicious lunchbox... Uh, Lynn, you notice another challenge. Uh, what um, is it? What is the, uh, what is the other challenge? Um, uh, what will we, we, we be on the side of a cliff like this? Uh, As, uh, are we all taking the lunch um, break? Yeah. Uh, well, I'll say that real quick, uh, as we're eating, uh, this is like, very uh, methodically picking out any like sesame seeds and things she doesn't like. Uh, as one of her quirks is, she is a very very picky eater. Um. Uh huh. Let's say that there is a large <laughs> uh, there is a large party of like uh, of aging hikers who are blocking our pathway ahead. Uh, you know, <laughs> how from, do they like, get the past the goats? Imperial mountaineering is like, you know, they're hikers. They know how to do this. Uh, probably so. You know, dozens uh, dozens of them. Uh, they, they will be what? you know. They are completely obstructing our path because they, you know, mm-hmm, they are moving mm-hmm. at a snail's pace and uh, occupying the entire area. Okay, uh, guns of Navarone, you, your way is blocked. Progress and and the the culmination of of your your uh, efforts lies on the other side of the senior center tour group. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm so bad at improvising. <laughs> How do you overcome this challenge? Oh my god! Um, I I kind of have an idea. Let's hear it. If you well, it's it. not your turn. It's All not right, you, my can, turn. you can weigh in, and I'll take what I want out of it. Okay, how about if we want to get these old people to move out of our way? What if the guns play? What if I play some funky uh, ass dance music to get them hustling? Some big, some big band old timey dance music, and they're so overwhelmed by the music that they just have to pair up and, and dance. Yeah, how like about old, that? And they just, like, and X square dance protocols. Yeah, yes, square dance protocols. 
yeah. Oh well, yeah, let's get these squares to dance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm up for that. Okay. As they do si do their way on out of there, uh, you you uh, come up to a uh, uh, flatter portion. It's it's no longer the uh, grueling cliff face. Uh, it's now just merely an incline. Uh, but guns, what do you see there that surprises you? Can I be a total asshole right now? Is that okay? I mean, sure. I don't have to deal with it. The red caps came back. <laughs> now they're, they're dire red caps. <laughs> that that means they have extra legs growing out of their back. Yes, that's right. Also, they do. Yes, and also dire red caps do more mean shit when you say certain words, but it's always the word "but," <laughs> which is something well, they will coincidentally. Fuck. Oh no! Well, in that case, Grub is in really big trouble because I think if you listen back, you'll find that Grub has said it more than anybody else has in the entire history of the campaign. Probably. All the cursing. entire one-hour history of this campaign. That's that's my new like thirteenth age canon. Is dire red caps are like regular red caps, except they also do mean shit when anyone curses, which is something that happens very frequently. Is it just saying it, or is it they, if they see you writing the word? Oh, I, was I, I might. I may have the, been making some signs saying "fuck the empire." That's why. The, oh, you said it though. Oh, well. <laughs> you said it though. Frankly, it looks like this challenge is the end of our party. Yeah. Uh, so, All right. Uh, thank you so for listening. So Azardissa is being wedgie. Until Plora steps up and does something to save the day. What was that, Plora? Uh, <laughs> we are used to the icy mountains of our home. We set up some climbing gear and we climb up past them rather than continuing down the path. Are you just leaving us here? No, 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 I'm throwing rope. Uh, I'll throw a rope down behind me. Okay. So everyone can come up with. All right. Uh, We are going to completely avoid them. As Explorer Trib uh, uh, lays down spool after spool of rope and makes a shh gesture at everyone. Like, don't even think fuck. Don't do not think <laughs> Damn about <it>. fuck. <laughs> it's really tough because they they get on you and you just want to shout fuck even more. Yeah. So we get out, but we suffer a few wedgies and noogies. I'm sorry, but it's just not in character for me to not say fuck. <laughs> Another noogie for grub. No, I think I'm probably going to get plenty tormented by having my head almost exploded by multiple dire red caps as I say fuck repeatedly. <laughs> Diary caps are mushrooms, right? Just in case I'm getting the wrong idea. They're little mushroom people. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> they're, they're, the mushroom goblins. And they hate mushroom cursing. Men. They're evil gnomes, is what they are. I was wondering. I, 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 I joke, those jokes I was making oh. earlier about like. For some reason, the term red cat made me think of a little mushroom. So I assumed it was a little mushroom man. Yeah, I assumed they were mushrooms because I think uh, Draco said something like that, and I because <laughs> I made the led. same mistake last time we encountered them. <laughs> <laughs> and it... Look, we're all agreed that they're mushrooms who have extra legs growing out of their back. <laughs> like, there's no further need to debate that. We can move on. Okay. All yes. right. Here's the situation as it stands. You you have uh, gotten through. <laughs> 
All we've, of those challenges. We've been nearly defeated by a comedy sketch. And, and I would like to think you've bonded a bit on the way. Uh, you, you learned a lot about one another and, and your ability to work as a team. Maybe a little too much. Hooray. We're fast friends. <laughs> as as you climb the mountain and, and follow Trib's... Uh, uh, Lines. You, you come around the corner and you see a group of uh, outsider cultists uh, and uh, uh, various other creatures climbing the mountain on the other side. They are bringing with them a metal pole, a staff of stars. Uh, you are too distant from them uh, and they are too far from you. To, to engage in any sort of combat at this point. You're on separate ridges, but you both seem to be headed toward the same plateau. Uh, you, you are close enough to see that they're all carrying packs and are intent on getting to what looks like sort of a fort on that plateau high above you both. I don't believe that the suspicious cloaked people might have been actually telling kind of the truth. Pardon me, Ironicus. Yes. They were complete liars. I have a pair of in-battle abilities that'll benefit us quite well out of battle here. Okay. So can I use them? Uh, sure. Okay, so... The first one is called... Let's see, what is it called? The first one is called Into the Fray, and it's meant to be rolled at the beginning of a battle, but frankly, Grub is ready to see just about any encounter with anything a battle. So I'm pretty okay with rolling at any time. (laughs) Though, of course, I won't roll it when we actually get up to the plateau and double dip. But, with Into the Fray, each battle, I roll a d4. I, and that many allies, can gain plus 4 initiative or plus 2 to AC until the end of the first round. Okay. So... We will call this uh, a, a, a bit of extra hustle. This will be, uh, I'd say, a, a plus 4 bonus to ev- anybody making some sort of hustly skill check. So let me roll my d4. Oh, nice. That's everybody. I rolled a four, and that makes me plus everybody. That equals everybody. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay. I, are, we, are we sure we're fighting these people? We're not fighting them. We're racing them. Yeah. Yep. Get uh. in your go-kart. You brought your go-kart, didn't you, Vardissa? N- n- what? Guns, you uh, have car Vardissa form, correct? Vardissa didn't bring yes, her go-kart, everybody. We'll have to go on foot. Car form, engage. Yeah, mm-hmm. guns, car form. Yeah, and I don't know if it's only car form, but I definitely have like a wheels form. Your wheels are tambourines. They're gonna break instantly. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you you are inspired by uh, Grub, but who's going to take action to uh, try and climb this the as quickly as you can? I basically I just scream. And that probably scares everybody else to get the hell up the cliff face a little faster. Alright, do you want to give me a skill roll? I'll make a skill roll. Okay. What are you doing? Yeah, what I'm are you... climbing up this, this thing. Alright, this like. is dex-based. And what background are you using? I'm using the background of hacker, which means... Which oh. So any skills relevant to getting up yeah. into places and leaving my mark so climbing is definitely not uh, very important to that and so that's also plus dex plus level mm-hmm. we have a strongly established for this is strongest skill 32. is climbing heck yes it is <laughs> 
All right, that's a well success. Well done. Shimmy right up this mountain. Uh, I have a proposal. Yeah? I feel that Vardissa can lead the way pretty well for Vardissa and Plora because they're both very good at climbing, but the other three of us are kind of dorks. So yeah. here's my... I feel like you two can go on ahead like that, and I feel like I would like to roll um, to use a maneuver that I once observed in a Colosseum game called Handball, which is, of course, the Hort game where you're only allowed to touch the ball with your feet. Yeah, um, we're all familiar. Go- yeah, handball. And I'm just going to go ahead and take my walk shield and just kind of hold it in front of me and just go ahead and handball tackle all the way up the all the way up the fucking mountain, knocking trees, rocks, elderly hikers out of the way. You know. <laughs> uh, this sounds like a strength-based uh, background. Oh, you know it. Twenty-one. Okay. Come on, we're still level oh, three. Wait, I did say on record that you're getting a plus four bonus. Oh, that's true. So there we go. That, From my own screaming. That, I'm screaming and running up a mountain. That that brings you to twenty five, and that's going to succeed. I'm oh, gonna, few. I'm going to need somebody else to tell me how they get up. Now, now that the the path is cleared. And you've got Grub chanting inspirational coaching messages. I think you're confused. I'm screaming. (laughs) If I were playing some kind of like, you know, Dex-based scouting character, I would probably have a lot of ways to get through this, but unfortunately I am a... I am a in, a stork with backgrounds based around being an aristocrat and being a reporter, okay. so I have no idea what to <laughs> do. I'd like, I'd like to, I'd like to modify my action a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I tucked Lynn under my other functional um. arm while I ran forward and shoulder charged. I also have very high decks. I can't write like this. Yeah, you can. I'll hold you like this, and you just hold the typewriter oh. like that. It's very uncomfortable, but it works. So guns... It sounds yeah, like the typewriter yes. to my armor. It sounds like you're uh, saying that, that you want to take a crack at uh, getting up this ridge. ASAP. All right, I'm gonna go into all terrain form. <laughs> all range Fantastic. And, and what what does that mean exactly? What does that look like? Uh, there's a horrible cacophony that slowly becomes harmonious. I, I feel like with all this screaming the screaming and loud music the cultists are going to know we're here at this point. <laughs> Just a hunch. Yeah, and they're going to know that we got there first. Yeah. Write that down. <laughs> Quick question. Does Is Guns' all-range uh, mode, all-terrain mode, uh, is it a pair of uh, xylophones that are work like tank treads? Yes, of course it is. This okay. was Guns was made by a rip. What do you expect? <laughs> So with every movement we hear subtlety is was never really rip specialty. I was kind of imagining like the sound that you make when you're imitating a car shifting gears. Except as sung by a beautiful choir. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's that's to the tune of how of Handel's Messiah. Uh, this definitely sounds like a dex check. Uh, you're, you're using your maneuverability. What background yep. is this, Guns? Um, you think I could use my, like, my ranger-specific background? It's, a, uh, It's for, sure. like, wilderness kind of stuff, and this is, this, you know, all This terrain. is wilderness stuff. This is I a mean, wilderness is... kind of stuff. Mountains are wilderness. You are, you are a range rover, so... That's true. That's a 32! I just, I just ramped it up this mountain. Yeah, you did. Okay. 
right? We're like side by side. You probably actually hit Grub in the back and just carry all of us up there. <laughs> Everybody just Full pile love. on the rampant in the Pile on the robot. And I'm sure this is like, like, sh- like, sh- like this running up the side of the mountain, but then looks back and suddenly Guns is rolling up with everyone stuck on the front. Yeah, exactly. And then Verdissa is also stuck on the front shortly after that. It's a beautiful <laughs> musical go-kart. Vardissa is now the figurehead stuck on the front of Grub's shield. <laughs> With Lynn and Plora clinging to Grub's shoulders. Basically, we're getting up there in style. I found our album art for this episode. Yeah, I'll say. Alright, and we are at Fort. Hello, Fort. Yeah, go to the top and go to Confrontation. Yep, okay, I'm there. Confrontation. Er, er. I see Am I gonna of... break your knee? Confrontation. <laughs> Can this wall be broken, or did we ramp it? I think that's all up to guns. I think... I feel like we ramped it. I think, we, I, think... I think we, like, ramped it, but we also clipped the top half and busted the top of it off. And so we all okay. just went rolling everywhere. Yeah, it... Yeah. But, like, in a yeah. cool way, you know? Like, we definitely, like, landed in a way where we posed, and it was really awesome. We posed briefly, and then the crumbling debris uh, fell on top of us. Look, we're fine. We it's got cool. this. We're completely unscathed. Hey, there's a lot of people in this fort. Yeah, uh, you have given yourselves plenty of time, plenty of lead. Uh, what are you doing as you see these, uh... Star cultists, these outsider cultists coming uh, up their ridge without any advantages of all-terrain mode or anything like that. I would, I would like to immediately rush up and set up my shield right here from the direction that they're coming and bellow over my shoulder for everybody else to get some clues as to where the cube might be. Okay. Uh, also... I should notice that when you get to this fort inside its walls, you see that a uh, circle has been set up with some of the same sort of metal staffs you saw this party carrying, and there are others uh, arranged around it at high points on the corners. Mm. Hey, y'all, maybe we're here for different purposes. We're just looking here for a cube. Maybe we don't have to fight after all, right? The cube? Do you have the cube? Do you have the cube? Uh, the the question and answer just goes like, do you have the cube? 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 Uh, and eventually they get to the brain harvester. Yes, I have the cube. He has the cube. He has I, the cube. He has the cube. He has the cube. Are these things like like normal creatures or are they aliens? What are, what are we looking at here? Okay. Uh, all these mooks are average Joes and Janes, I suppose. They they are so people. Mostly halflings, elves. probably. Yeah, a, a lot of them are halflings, uh, judging by, you know, the, the their size and the, your neighborhood. Uh, but they are all wearing these masks that look sort of like your typical gray alien masks. Uh, but it, has anybody here had experience with the outsider? Oh, yes. I have an icon relationship die with the outsider, in fact. You know that these masks are for higher initiates. These aren't just, like, UFO-spotting fans. These are devotees, and uh, they they are more uh, machine than man now. Like, th- their brainwaves have been overridden by these masks. Well, I would like to 
roll my icon die since none of us did that. Yeah. Oh. But I mean, what I'm, are the what are the other things? The, the outside of brutes and the brain harvester. The, uh, the brain harvester is a. Uh, well, I mean, just judging by the name, you, you can figure out what it does for a living. Uh, <laughs> but it is a... They are actual outsiders. They have a biology oh. that was not seen uh, in the Dragon Empire uh, until this age. Wow, this really blows my river balloons very out of the water pretty pretty soundly. It's kind of devastating. Stall, you know. I notice you're not writing an article about that, though. Oh, I, I should write an article about it. I guess I should. And just in the nature of fairness and objectivity. Mm-hmm. So, yes, the, the brain harvester is a mass of writhing tentacles with a big jar on its back with brains floating in it. The, the outsider brutes are... Uh, well, you can see that their faces did something to inspire the image of the gray alien but it's uh, far more grotesque, and they are not the, the slight, gracile bodies you might uh, uh, associate with them. They're hu- muscular hul- hulks. Not hunks. I mean, are they hung? Somebody I, I would not consider them hunks, but... Yeah, not here to judge anyone's standards. <laughs> I would like to use my five positive with the outsider, the relationship of which is mainly concerned with the outsider also being concerned with or rather also being interested in how the heck I survived the elemental encounter. I'm just going to be like, oh, hey, hey, guys, it's me. You know, I, hey, I know that the your boss is also pretty interested in me. I've heard some stuff from y'all before. So maybe we could come to an agreement. Uh, maybe we could have the cube and you could uh, take a look at my body. And I don't know if any of them are good at detecting bluffs, but that's the biggest bluff in the world. Grub has absolutely no intention of submitting to that, by the way. Mm -hmm. And it is a five, so, you know, fuck it up, Ironicus. Okay, the uh, one of the brutes will come forward. Yes, we have heard of you. You are a special one. You have survived a thing that we could not survive on this world. Yeah, make a pretty sick fried shrimp batch, too, you know? Ha, ha. Ah. Oh, Christ, I hate you. Grub, what is your relationship with the outsider, I say? You know, just kind of with my notepad out. You know, at first I was kind of flattered by it, but I think in this very moment it has very suddenly become conflicted as I realize that they're more interested in dissecting than interviewing me. I see. (laughs) You say you might have a common purpose. We do have the cube. You seek a cube. We have the cube. Oh, As well, all the outsider uh, mooks start going, they have the cube. There's the cube. We got the cube. Hey, uh, maybe I can take a look at it, you know? It will be used. We will summon our friends. The towers already hum. You, you notice that the towers that have been installed are already humming. In the back, the uh, the mooks uh, are already at work installing the final one. So I feel like this five is going to suddenly become... I don't think there's any way that I'm going to talk him out of this, but I think maybe I can use this five to just kind of chat him up and get whatever information I need out of him yeah. at the cost of they're probably going to, like, ratchet up my their interest in dissecting me up mm-hmm. to 11. It is, Does that seem like a fair five? Yeah. It, you see, the cube is from somewhere else. We are also from 
somewhere else. It can penetrate the veil and open a gateway, a bridge to our home, our people, and bring in so many fine folks. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, um, and uh, I guess you're just going to kind of peacefully integrate into society here once you get them here, right? We have not harmed any of these people. Look at how many of your people wish to join our way of life. Uh, the brute says, gesturing to uh, all these uh, outsider cultists who were bakers and, and butchers and etc. I want to get a quote bakers. from one of the outsider cultists on their treatment by the outsider for the you know for the public. It's gonna ask one of them. So, sir, what do you think about how you've been treated by this alien force? We have the cube. I see. But what do you think about how you've been treated by this alien force? We have the cube. I see. Was unwilling to comment. <laughs> uh, so, quick question. Um, the, the ritual stuff, is it like in this big room behind us? Or is it in like this courtyard we're all in? It's all around you. I mean... Okay. Yeah. Although I, I suppose the, the locus is uh, behind you, yes. Okay. Well, I mean, if one of these staffs is in reach... Flora wants to take it down while oh, Brother's okay. distracting them. Just pull it off the wall and throw it somewhere out of reach. So they have to reset it back up to do whatever they're doing. Your friend is interfering. We cannot allow interference. I mean, it's fine. You can just put it right back in the same hole. It's already all measured out and everything. They're just curious, you know? We're just curious, too. I want you to just let me see the cube for a second, huh? Okay. You may have the cube great i'm sure this won't have any downsides i'll just hold out my hand i'll hold out my hand in the same manner that you hold out your hand when you know somebody's gonna put like something gross in it <laughs> the, the brain harvester one of its many tentacles uh pulls out uh the, the cube of exotic matter it is the heart of navarone uh, viewers will recognize, but I don't think anybody else here has seen it before. So, oh, that thing is gross. Not so much in character. Oh uh, Christ! It's dripping. It, it is passed uh, hand to hand all the way up like a Ugh. fireman's brigade, and it is given. You to can grub. see Grub getting like, oh Christ! You can see Grub's expression getting like more and more. Oh no! As it gets closer, the cube is now in the center of the circle. Thank you for holding it. The sky suddenly turns black. Ew. I'm a li- What? I'm not really paying attention. This thing feels really gross. Throw, throw uh, it to me. I, t- I throw it to Explore. And Explore grabs it and shoves it in her bag and starts running for the stairs. <sighs> the sky remains black. Uh, a vortex is appearing above your head. Uh, we... I, this seems like something that should be stopped. This seems, this seems pretty serious. Uh... Outsider, what can you comment on your intents for, uh, for our planet and its inhabitants? It is a lovely neighborhood. I... Uh, I see. Can't disagree. Ironicus. Another subtle commentary. I didn't commentary. really answer my question, but that's, I'm used to that. That's fine. <laughs> I wipe my hand on Verdissa. Go ahead and roll initiative. Mm. I have rolled the monster's initiative. They have a fast one there, don't uh, they? 
Yeah, that that brute is coming for you. They're mooks, rather sluggish. Uh, the outsider brute that uh, Grub was speaking with is going to start off by punching. Uh, just punching. Read. I mean, it worked for me. This is plus eight. Oh, such such low numbers. What a what a change. It's a twenty-three against your AC, Grub. Yeah, no, that'll do it. My AC's 18, so I don't know what the heck... I don't know what the hell you're complaining about low numbers for. I mean, his last monsters rolled plus 22. Yeah, let's see. And the uh, other one is going to try to run around and catch Vardissa and do a crush attack. Uh, uh, flying all, tackle! All kinds of arms are coming out to play. Uh, so that's five damage now and five ongoing uh, as you continue to be crushed. Uh, that brings us to your turn, Verdissa. You're being crushed. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure I am. Um, I'm a, so I am a spell fit sorcerer, which means I can fight in close combat without taking opportunity attacks. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to use uh, my spell, which sorcerers call it lightning fork, but I've named it... Uh, Punition, because I've named all my spells after graffiti slang. That's a hit. So my roll was a 10, which was even, so I can roll it again on a different target. I propose a new law of the 14th age, and that is if you don't describe your attack as cool in fiction, it doesn't do any damage at all. Yeah, what did you do? Okay, uh... I'm going to... Okay, as the thing is grabbing me, my hands are going to glow bright blue, and... Uh, I'm going to just radiate out a, a sort of neon blue shape that looks like lightning and arcs, pierces through the brute and just shoots through him and into the enemies behind him. All right, guns. All you, right. You are protected in the back. You are near the interior. I am going to kind of glide into position here, and I'm going to set up into my ranged assault mode. All so, range mode. Now that was that was what got us here. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna pop out all my tracking tracking scanners and take aim at the outsider brute that Vardissa is engaged with currently. Okay. I, I think I have a clean shot at it. I would say so. Yeah. Alright, that's gonna be that's a, a Yeah. I sink an arrow right into the brute's shoulder. I think that's pretty much all my whole thing. I make a little like little musical little jingle of happiness at my perfect shot. <laughs> that is a big chunk of damage. In fact, uh, the outsider brute that was squeezing on Vardissa is down. However, oh. Vardis is still, you're getting squeezed. That is ongoing damage. It is You have not saved against it yet. Uh, however, it's Plora's turn. Plora, you were on a mission to take out these uh, poles. Uh, yeah. Started doing that. Um, hmm. So it seems like the ritual has already started unless we take these out, huh? Lightning flashes. Okay. That's good, because I have mountain powers, which gives me power over lightning. Unfortunately, Call Lightning is a 7th level spell, so I do not have that much power over lightning. (laughs) 
I am going to use a quick action daily spell for the mountain terrain because I'm a terrain caster. Mm-hmm. It's called Rumble. Until the end of battle, whenever I end my turn, engage with one or more enemies. Each of those enemies automatically takes damage. Oh, it, are you going to mix it up with the mooks? Yeah, that's the plan. Okay. I think we're going to run up these stairs and dive bomb into yes! this file. <laughs> Plora off the top rope. Close lines, <laughs> two mooks. Um, yeah, we slam down on the ground and the rumble spell specifically is going to be like the earth is shaking all around me. Yeah, yeah. I imagine Plora's movement is just like a whirling ball of scarves until it impacts the earth and strikes with much more force than it possibly should and shakes the entire foundations of the fort around us. Absolutely. Like a little puffball that strikes with the impact of a boulder, you know? Plora pulls out her weapon, which is a harpoon. Mm-hmm. And we're going to cast the spell Spark, which is a close quarter spell. Good. Good for you. And I'm flavoring it basically as um, I stab people with lightning harpoons. Okay. Give me a roll, please. Uh, that is versus physical defense on just one of the mooks, and looks like a hit. Yeah. So Grub, seeing this, is just going to bellow, hit harder! And I'm going to consume a command point in doing so. And you can re-roll any number of those damage die, but you have to keep the new result. Alright, I'm gonna re-roll the lightning stab to 17 damage. Okay. Yeah, there you go. And then at the end of my turn, everyone adjacent to me takes seven damage. Uh, that is going to take out all four mooks. Yeehaw! Kaboom! Okay. So let's move uh, minor standard. Move quick yep, standard, I'm rather. Done. All right, so Plora... And now in, I'm next to a brain harvester, which yeah, sounds great. In, in a flurry of uh, harpoons and electroshocks, clears out uh, an area of the courtyard there. However, that leaves Plora one-on-one, mano-a-mano, with the brain-absorbing outsider. Bum, bum, bum. Hey, buddy. So, uh... Sort of a... a purple triangle will light up on what would be the brain harvester's forehead I mean if were it a more humanoid creature and is going to perform a psychic crush on Plora that sounds bad this is 12 on your MD is it bad uh not as bad as I thought it would be my MD is 16 uh huh and there's no effect on a odd roll that misses so that was just a big bunch of nothing on Flora right now <laughs> Flora resists with the power of earthquakes yes. it probably looked really cool though oh yeah it's like in Final Fantasy when a boss uses an ability that you resist it still plays the super cool boss animation it shows the entire solar system exploding and then zero damage <laughs> hey Grub it's your turn oh yeah so Grub just got punched in the face by an outsider brute, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. And that outsider brute's fist is still like firmly planted on Grub's cheek. Oh yeah. I mean, these are combat rounds. They go much faster than they take to play. And Grub like spits out a tooth and then shoots the brute a wry smile and is like, "Now it's my turn." And this is where I'm going to roll a natural one, I bet. Because Grub is just going to punch straight back into the outsider brute's fucking teeth. That's a hit. Oh my. Alrighty, how about that? 23 damage, matching the attack roll, as I punch the Outsider Brute perfectly matching stances. Ugh. Quite the cross-counter. 
We thought you could be our friend. This is muscle. <laughs> what? <laughs> More of that word salad Lynn is going to hate. That's... It turns out Grub let a lot, read a lot of cheesy fighting novels that, that, growing that, up. That should be the name of fun. Grub's column in Lynn's paper. Word this salad. is muscle? It's all no. about how to cook meat. No, word salad. Oh. <laughs> no, that's salad? way smarter, though. The fuck do you take me for? This... I mean, if you want it to be this is muscle, it's also I'm pretty sure Lynn is not quite moved above, like, tabloid-level reporting at this point. <laughs> this is muscle. And I would also... Hey, hey, pals, would anybody like to have a move action? Not me. I had a plan. I'm fine. A plan that a move action wouldn't benefit? <laughs> you get up to the ramparts of the move action. Like, Think from of it this way. Bombed. If you take a move action now, you'll have another one on your next turn. How about it? My genius uh, is lost on these fuckers. I got a plan that involves me moving in crazy ways. I, I, I would like to use my quick and move actions to just kind of nudge forward a little bit, just to block up this gap even more effectively. Okay, I will let you uh, do some footwork. Do do some footsies. I do some footsies. I play some Street Fighter Five and get some footsies done I and get the outsider brute down back there. Then this is for you, guns. I say, showing off my powerful legs. Mm, okay, cool. And that's my turn. <laughs> oh, um, I will commit these legs to memory. Um, I get, I gain some command points for successfully hitting in melee, and that is my turn. Good, good. Okay, uh, you see in the back line of mooks, uh, four of the the masks light up, and lasers come out, and they uh, or three in the back line, and one uh, over here. Uh, and with lasers, they, they scan from the neck up Plora, Vardissa, Grub, and Lin. So here we go. These oh. are attacks against MD. Oh, that's definitely My mind is indomitable. Yes. All right, so the three of you that are hit take no damage. However, an effect has been applied to you. Wait, Oop. I think I might be able to do something. Hold on. Okay. I'm, just, I'm not quite acquainted with the stuff yet, but I want to. I think I have a... Uh... A thing I can do. I'd like to state for the record while Lynn is looking up that power that when they scan Grub, all they the only reading they get is this is muscle. <laughs> uh, I haven't I, I haven't uh, come up with a good name for this power, uh, like an alternate name for it. But basically, it is a it is representative of the folly of trying to criticize the media. I'm going to use the other I'm going to use Otherworld Shadow, which allows me once per per about uh, day I think to negate all damage or negative effects done to me by an attack. Uh, protect your sources. Uh, that's a good idea. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I'll put that down. And also, that applies against everything on this initiative action from that enemy, so the mooks cannot affect Lynn this whole round. That's pretty cool. So Verdissa and Plora have a mysterious effect applied to them that may or may mm. not come up. Let's uh, find out. Uh, mook, mook time, mook, mook. These are also going to be melee attacks on. Physical. So here we go. Four on Plora. I'm sure at least one of those hit. Yes, I take. Okay. And what do those do to me? Uh, I will cover it when everyone's done getting hit with uh, Got the, it. the flailing uh, fanatical punches. Oh, these punches. Okay. Uh, crit <laughs> and two sure hits on Grub. Yeah. 
for every hit. That is three damage and three ongoing. However, the ongoing ends as soon as you're no longer engaged. Okay. They, they just can't stop. That won't stop. take long for me. They can't stop punching you. <laughs> There's not a hand icon, but there is a boot icon, so I'm going to do that for the ongoing they, punch they, damage. They just keep kicking you with their little uh, fanatical brainwashed uh, halfling cultist feet. Alrighty. So, but for the record, um, as they're as they're raining blows down upon Grub, uh, Grub's shield kind of reverberates in a strange way and kind of just st- kind of happens to carry it in the way of some of those punches. For this is a shield of adaption. When PD or MD is hit, gain plus four to that defense until it is missed. And you know all of those fucking hit anyway. I was hit a lot. So, just for the record, for the future, I have a plus four for PD for the moment. Awesome, awesome. And now it brings us to Lynn's turn. All right, I want to try to use. Uh, I want to try to use an attack on a uh, close quarter. Do close quarter spells mean you have to be in melee range? Uh, close quarter spells means they have a. Uh, they don't provoke opportunity attacks. Right, they, they have a range of nearby, but they do not provoke. OAs. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get behind uh, behind Grub, and I'm going to use uh, I'm gonna use leading question, which is my reskin of Karmic Rebuke, uh, <laughs> to uh, to interview the Outsider Brute, and I'm going to say, Outsider Brute, I have a few questions for you uh, from some of uh, some of our readers. Uh, uh, people are uh, people have been saying that in regards to your invasion of our of our planet, uh, that you know the, you might have a motive behind this, that you might have been uh, perhaps. Um, you know, there might be you know possible mismanagement going on of your own homeworld that might have led you to make this choice to come here. Well, you've presented your intentions as overly benevolent. What do you have to say about that? I'm very tired. I've come such a long way. Mm-hmm, Please mm-hmm, let. Mm-hmm. The, but people are key- people are very concerned about you know the the environmentalist aspect of you know what importing another culture into our you know our planet might have to do that. Do you do you know this is a very distinct environment from whatever you're used to? What do you have to think about that? What do you think about this issue? I would refer you to my attorney. Mm-hmm. That's very interesting. I'm going to put that down here. All right. Uh, I'm going to... Then I'm going to... Uh, that is going to deal... Uh, well, it's in a minute. You'll see why in a moment. But it's going to deal... Uh, almost took him out. Almost. But not quite. Your uh, all right. questions are tiring to me. I... No, hold the fucking phone. That was pathetic. <laughs> Lynn, hit harder. Hit harder? Uh, Hit okay. with another question. Hit harder. Reroll as many of those damage die as you want, but you have to keep the new result. Okay. Uh, yeah. Outside I- of brute. Uh, to follow up on the final answer, answers you said earlier, I, uh, I'm, you know, I'm troubled by the invasive nature in this, in this matter. You know, I think, uh, I think people have the right to be concerned about, you know, the the impacts that you might have migration here. Tell me how, uh, how exactly, how many people are you planning to uh, bring here? I want to know if there are only people who are concerned about levels of, you know, the current population of the empire and how that might be increasing in the near future. I think. Uh, I want to know. I want to know what exactly. Um, you know, people are also concerned about you know levels of what you might uh, what you mean eat, for instance. What you know, what uh, how that might affect the local the local climate. What do you think about that? If you could compile a list of these concerns, there seem mm-hmm. to be very many. I'm afraid. I'm afraid. I, I you know it's. Uh, I mean, you know, we don't have a you know. I I, I would think think you would be ready for this in advance, wouldn't you? You know, it's. Uh, I, I was understood you were an ambassador and helped. Your an one question has you been are. at least seven separate questions. Mm-hmm. I would like mm-hmm. to adjust my command to hit harder but briefer. <laughs> I like my reporting punchy. 
should probably re-roll the <laughs> two and the one. Lynn's yeah. not very experienced yet. She's not very good at this. Uh, give her a break. You, your, your badgering has taken out the brute. Excellent. Uh, Lynn is going to quickly print the story and then hand it to a carrier pigeon that she has taken with her and her to, 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 for distribution. She prints several copies. Uh, then I'm going to regain my focus. And the brute runs off chasing it, trying to keep this story from getting out. <laughs> okay, uh, that's the end of the round. The escalation die is now at one, and a great thunderclap echoes from the swirling vortex in the sky. The outsider brute would go, but they're both not around right now. Uh, Vardissa, it is your turn. Okay, uh, guns. Hey. Would you like to swap turns and take out this move for me so I can move? Oh, man, if only you would have been able to move. <laughs> sure, okay. Okay, uh, please, if you would like to do that, please. Yeah, okay, I'll do that. Uh, targeting is locking on. Who's ready? I'm ready. I've got a clear. I've got a clear shot. I'm ready. Twenty-seven. Hit. And it's even. Woo! It's even. Wow. Okay. And this next one's against the brain harvester. That's ah. Oh, that's a thirty-one, and also it's a natural twenty. Oh god, gosh! God damn! You are Bastion. Oh my god! <laughs> the guns. All right. Okay. So give me a, a damage roll for the mook pool and a damage roll. That is then doubled. That was a pretty shitty damage roll, but it's fine. And that's Stop an even shittier move. damage roll. Hey. But hey. it's... Wow. Hey. Okay. How would you like to damage. re-roll that damage? Which one? Would you like to hit harder? Yes, please. Why don't you please. re-roll the one with the ones in it? Because yeah, that okay. was garbage. Guns, you can do better than that. Hit harder. I'm going to re-roll all of those. Okay, there we go. <laughs> a little better. So that right. 24 is doubled to 48. Yeah. I'm the Brain Harvester. Oh, I'm also going to bust a bunch of loudspeakers out and start playing uh, Song of Heroes. So, uh, everybody... That's basically what it sounds like, sure. Uh, <laughs> so everybody gets a plus one attack bonus, as long as I have this going. All right, Vardissa is up. All right. Here comes my turn. Uh, not to be outdone by Flora's uh, acrobatics. I, uh, I'm going to make a run for this wall here. I'm going uh, to use my... Uh, I'm using an ability I, I call up, a.k.a. Dragon's Leap. Quick action. I can now fly for one turn. So I'm uh, surrounding myself in a, uh, uh, a purple aura, a bright purple aura. And I'm just leaping over this wall, high into the air... I'm turning in midair, beautifully, gracefully. I'm coming down. I'm going to land right here in the middle of these ones. I'm going to roll a d4 to target. At the two, I'm hitting the brain harvester, and I'm hitting the boot directly behind me to the right. All right. And I'm using my, uh, I call it bomb, a.k.a. breath of the green. Natural 20 on the harvester. Jesus. Wow. Second time. Uh, he takes... It doesn't Fine. matter. No. Oh, he's dead? Yeah. Pretty All nice right. boss he got there, Ironicus. It would be a shame if it got critted twice in a row. Yeah, this is a, this is poison, so it just imagine just a, an explosion of purple poisonous... Uh, gunk. Gunk. Or, uh, I, I, 
Vardis's all of her magic is uh, skinned as like pink, so just imagine like purple gas is exploding in all directions, and its mook will also take uh, 22 damage, poison damage. The Oh no, that's just ongoing. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I messed this up completely. That's not actual damage, that's the ongoing damage. Okay, so it takes 44 ongoing damage, and none yes. right now? Yeah, no damage up front, just ongoing. Ah, he gets a turn first. Yay! Plora, you are once again surrounded by mooks. I sure am, and I take six damage for my trouble at the start of my turn. And then I'm going to use my encounter spell, Frost Touch, which is a close quarter spell. Uh, I now have an Ice Harpoon. I've reversed the polarity. Thank you. And its special property is it deals extra damage to enemies I am engaged with. Okay. Everyone's That's... feeling really high rolls today. <laughs> Especially when you get to re-roll your damage dice. Yeah. That's true. I, I remember it's... when we were all, like, nervous about having this low spell dice is rolls. Stupid, though. We're, we're just accounting for inflation in the 14th age. It's an encounter <laughs> spell that does 66 damage at level 3, and I don't get it. But it's 33 Power damage three. to the guy next to me, which I think probably takes out a couple of the mook pool. Everybody yeah. in this age is at least as powerful as an icon from the 10th age. <laughs> <laughs> That's just how power creep works. Yeah. There should be six remaining mooks. So you took out all four next to you. Oh, okay. This is going to be over really fast. Good. My move action, I'll move next to these uh, two. Yeah, do, so clear one off grub, I guess. Sure. Yeah, it works. <laughs> yeah. Ice harpoons just go everywhere. I have speared them to the floor. And then eight damage to everyone adjacent to me at the end of the turn. Because Rumble continues. You know, for their trouble. Yeah. Plora is a face wrecker. I haven't even needed to heal anyone yet. This is the part where Ironicus drops ten more, like, incredibly hard enemies out of the portal to get back at us. All right. Uh, it, it seems our wrecker of a druid uh, went in guns. Uh, wait, no, that would be confusing. That's a character. Uh, harpoons blazing and uh, tore another swath through these uh, mind-washed mooks. Uh, that brings us to the brain harvester's final action before succumbing to the, the tag of the green. Just in, inhaled a whole lot of uh, paint fumes. Well, might as well use its big group ability. Mass confusion. Uh, this is going to be against... Let's find out how many of you. One of you. So not so much a mass confusion. A regular confusion. <laughs> a regular old confusion. Uh, versus... This is against Plora's MD. I, I want to... Wait. Actually, let's see. What does this do? Let's think about this reasonably. I mean, my MD's pretty good. It's Basic melee or range. So this is going to be against guns. Guns is MD. Oh, no. 12. Oh, no. Oh. Hey, guns, what's your MD? Um, good question. Let me look. Um, I sure hope it's 12 or less. It's 15! Get Ah. <laughs> Brain Harvester's fucking dead. <laughs> Didn't even get to harvest a single brain. 
What a poor life he led. Do a single it, HP it of have, damage. Harvest this, dickhead! <laughs> I say, pointing to nothing because I'm a robot. That's sad. <laughs> you don't have a brain. I mean, yeah, the brain harvester did pick a pretty terrible final target, all things considered. Okay, uh, hey, Grub, you have uh, Mook to your left, Mook to your right. Stand up, sit down, fight, fight, fight. And here I am, stuck in the middle with... Mook. Mook. <laughs> with Lynn. Yeah. Alright, so Grub is just gonna kinda, like, press the Mook on the right up against the wall, against the shield, and then just swing hard with a left hook on the other. So this is just gonna be a nice, old-fashioned, bread-and-butter, melee-ass attack. Oh yeah, also, would you like to heal? Yeah. Because I have to cast Regeneration at the start of an ally's turn to heal them. Yeah, I could go for some Regeneration, because I'm going to take even more ongoing damage. That's a 21 against an Outsider Mook. Uh, That's definitely a hit, for sure. You know it. So, I kind of... I do 21 damage, but I'd like to say I do it to both of them simultaneously as I mash them both against the walls on either side of me. Ten and a half to one, ten and a half to the other. You got it. Very symmetrical. Thank you. Okay, I would like to interrupt with this, uh, the interrupt with this attack uh, to um, take out my camera and take a picture of the scene of Grub attacking that enemy and, and, and spin it as being much, much, uh, much more severe of a defeat than it was uh, by using bad publicity, uh, that's a reskin better yet here, um, to uh, deal uh, 46 damage. Just adds Ding to your damage. I yeah. think the remaining two mooks probably just booked it then. <laughs> so uh, for the folks at home, that was four d six plus three, and poor world rolled six 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 five. Hail Satan! <laughs> <laughs> and also the number five, which is a great yeah. number. Hail five. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, the mook pool's empty and poisoned. Uh, above you, the, the remaining. Uh, pillars that have not been broken or or ungrounded are uh glowing and humming the cube that uh i assume has been pocketed by grub is uh no i threw that i threw that shit to explore i'm not touching that thing well uh uh explorer trib uh what does the cube feel like it's it's active it's definitely telling you something's happening uh, it feels like smoke if you could touch it. Ew. And fire if it didn't burn. Ew. Well, that's weird. It was just slimy to me. I I mean, I have thick gloves. If there is a slimy oh. texture here, I'm not feeling it. Well, you're lucky then. Trust me. You can tell that, try as you might, nothing is stopping this portal from disgorging something. However, you have time to prepare yourselves for whatever it is. Uh, but you may be able to uh, stop the portal from disgorging as much as it is. So everyone has the choice to either do something to weaken the device or uh, take a uh, short rest. Um, I don't know shit about this magic stuff, so I'm going to take a short rest while the rest of you do whatever. Uh, will will shooting the uh the the pillars help? Yeah, I mean maybe we'll see how good you are at shooting the pillars. I mean, obviously, I'm going to report on this. Uh, revealed extraterrestrial entity breaks through the boundaries of our world on top of peak over an open fatana. Oh, what was it called again? Uh, Twist. 
Twisp. That's right. I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna jump up on the wall. Comments from Star Things upcoming. And I'm going to shoot one of the nearest pillar with my uh, scorching ray, which I've called burner. All right, you're you're going to take out uh, a few. You you have time to let's say three. Yeah, I'm going to start a ritual for Rumble. That so in case everything goes south, this whole fort collapse inside the mountain. Awesome, awesome. I'm going to emit a harsh noise to try to disrupt whatever this portal is trying to do in our reality. I'm magic. It's fine. Sure, sure. All right. It sounds like everybody has uh, taken a moment to do whatever they deem necessary as uh, there is one more flash of lightning that, uh, or, or rather many simultaneous in a ring all around this fort. And uh, as the spots from your eyes clear, you see that the world has changed. Something from somewhere else has changed it. It is uh, the the architecture has begun to curve and bend and become dreamlike. Uh, but you see many more of of these outsider cultists have arrived. A second wave, and four three things from beyond have landed. Uh. It, it seems the summoning has succeeded. Are they more beyond than the last things that were here? They are star things. They're freaking weird. They're clearly deviant, malevolent, octopus-like flying monsters from a dimension where space obeys different geometry. Hell yeah, flyers. I can hit them with harpoons. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's still a bunch of this moves. This- Still a bunch of mooks, and uh, hey, this all happened to happen on the mooks initiative order, so uh, there are ten, which means I can use this thing three times. Alright, this is going to be against Grub, Lin, Gunz's uh, MD in that order. Guns, Grub, Plora, and uh, Sabine all have this mysterious effect on them. However, there are seven mooks who can do punchings, so they're gonna. Okay, but since an attack hit my MD, I also gain a benefit to that for a while. Oh, cool. Punching, punching, punching. Punching, punching. And two are too far out of range to do punching. Uh, They're childlike fists. (laughs) That that makes it creepy. I'm sorry. I don't want to hear that. They're, uh, uh... Creepy tentacle hands. Creepy tentacle hands. Heck yes. Okay. Lynn, it's your turn. You are so in the is. middle of a big brawl in the center of this twisted fort. It is as if someone took the previous map and put it through Google Deep Dream. <laughs> I'm surprised there more dogs everywhere, but, like, uh... Man, my, uh, my mentor is gonna be, uh, really thrilled when I get tell when I report this story, assuming I get out of here alive, which I probably won't. Um... All I can really do right now is I'm going to, uh, I am going to, uh, pass, uh, pass Grub, first of all, pass Grub a copy of the article I just wrote, which did, which said, you know, uh, exposed, Grub, dev- uh, uh, Orcish, Orcish chef devastates several extraterrestrials, uh, in, uh, in pitched battle, and then I'm going to try to regain my focus. Actually, do I have to disengage to regain my focus? Because I just thought of that. Uh, focus does not trigger opportunity attacks. I see. So I'm going to regain, I'm going to regain my focus. 
Okay, the escalation die is now at two, and it is time to see what these star things can do. Hello, star things. I'm looking forward to it. Okay, uh, two of them are going to uh, sort of wobble and pulse in a rhythmic fashion. Each one can target 1d3 enemies. Let's see what that looks like. One's going to hit one of you. One's going to shoot at three of you. So, uh, I guess everybody in the south group is, is going to be targeted by one of these attacks. This one looks like it's going to be pretty successful. Yeah, that hit me. 17 is going to hit anything I have, so I'm definitely hit. All right, we're all hit. All right. First off, uh, everyone takes five ongoing psychic. I have so much ongoing damage. And that's it. Like, no, none of these people rolled high enough to, to do their extra triggers on that. But that's okay. Because the, the third one, uh, up on the north side of the fort, is going to fly over to guns... And uh, get out the ripping tentacles. This is oh, versus eight. Great. <laughs> uh, Seventeen on guns is AC. Uh, no. No. Get out. You got. You're you're pretty beefy, guns. Yeah. Turns out, multi-classing two that have extremely good defenses works pretty well. All right, Guns, you, you have fended off the tearing tentacles of this thing from beyond. However, you're caught between it and uh, one of its cultist admirers. What do you do? First, I should probably try to disengage from both of them. Success. Yeah, okay, and I'm like, bye. I'm going to continue doing what I think has been going pretty well for me and shoot at that star thing. <laughs> That, I believe, is a hit. Yes, it is. Oh, and I also need to roll to sustain my song. Which I fail. Which means, for the final verse, everybody gets a plus two to attack rolls. Hey, hey. Vardissa, you are going toe-to-toe with a halfling cultist. You have a plus two to your attacks this round. What are you going to do about it? Uh, I'm going to do burning hands on this mook. That's a 26. Those are some burning hands. So now Verdissa pulled out the red paint. Well, it's not... She's not, like, pulling up, like, spray cans. She's, like, shooting it from her hands. It's like a... It is, it is, it is still magic power, but it burns. Ah. Is it, I mean, is, I was thinking it was just, like, enchanted spray paint cans. Uh, I think it's where, like, she has the power to, like... Sp- her, it's like she sprays out these colors and... Oh, they, so she's a squid. No. She, like, <laughs> shoots out energy and it becomes... Like now she's a color. kid. Wait, uh, now? Oh, y'all are a mess. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to jump down here and end my turn. All right, Plora, you are where it seems you like to be, surrounded by mooks. Yes. Uh, let's start by casting a regeneration on myself because I am hurt. I heal six hit points. That is less impressive than I thought it would be, but I, that negates the six damage I took, and then I also take five more, so actually that doesn't do much for me. Okay. Ow, I have a lot of ongoing damage. So there were three star things, right? Why did only two of them act last turn? Uh, two of them both did the same mental attack. And oh, okay, okay. Yeah. They, they teamed right. up. They throbbed in unison. 
All right, I'm going to roll to attack this star thing in the bottom right corner with a lightning harpoon. Okay, you're going to draw opportunity attacks. It is a close quarter spell. You jerk. Okay. Uh, double check, that hits. Okay. And to double check my damage, because this does do bonus damage to flyers. These spells are stupid. 66 plus 5 is too big of a number for this level. All right, 24 damage. All right, so dealt. I mean, yeah, it could be 24 damage, or it could be more. I mean, I see a 1 and a 2 in there I could reroll. And some threes. I mean, come on. That's true. Uh, threes are like a 50-50 shot. To threes be are pressing your luck. Yeah, do it. All right. I will do that. So I'm doing and dealing an additional three. Okay. And then Rumble continues and everyone adjacent to me takes six damage. So that's an 18 to the mook pool. Take out two mooks. All right. I'll take out these two to my right. Okay, so during that little break, Grub had a little reconstitutional snack and, uh, you know, just some nice, like, fried chicken. And uh, um, that chicken was prepared with Adventure Tear Oils. <laughs> so, yeah, I have a plus one to attacks, and, well, I should, I should specify, it was prepared with two Adventure Tear Oils. So I have plus one to attacks and AC for the remainder of this battle. So, so that's olive and coconut, I think? That's correct. Okay. How perceptive of you. So, going down the order of operations of my many, many status effects at the moment, <laughs> I regenerate seven, then I take five, and then I take three. So, so overall, I take one damage. <laughs> and with that, I punch these mooks. I mean, what do you take me for? I'm just going to take one big left hook to swing at one and knock it into the other. Ooh, a 15. I might finally miss. What is their AC? You did miss. You did miss their AC. I don't uh, plus think two escalation so. dice, plus two from Guns of Navarone. Their AC? I have a plus four. I, hey, I'm saying something. Overall. Okay. I don't think you miss, is well, what I'm we saying. we already know it didn't miss because 19 will hit. Oh. oh. Yeah, as it would turn out. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Use my... Oh, well, it's all right. I'm, I'm sure Somebody else will it. roll worse somebody than an eight soon. Somebody will miss one day. Hey, I know how you feel. I have an ability that allows an ally to reroll an attack as well. Oh, all of them are competing. But that sucks. <laughs> that day is not today because for now I am simply going to do 11 damage to these mooks. All right. So what happens with these mooks is I punch one and it knocks into the other one in pool ball style. The second one is then knocked around the walls of the fortress and out into the sky. So the fourth one replaces the first and then the fourth one falls... Uh, into the sky, mooks work the same way. Hi, you should kill. You should kill these things next to me. So, oh, all that joke. <laughs> uh, you should kill the ones next to me so I can go interview the star thing. I'm not really a killer. Oh, you should. You should wound them forever. <laughs> forever. Anyway, that's my turn. Speaking of the mooks, it is their turn. Let's see. Uh, I believe. Lynn is still taking some ongoing from being hit and engaged. Uh, Grub, we know, is. They just said so. Uh, Guns is not currently under. And Vardissa isn't under uh, ongoing damage either. So, this mook has an option. But I'm going to let the dice choose. The dice say that Guns is going to get attacked. Oh, big hit. 
So, yeah, all of you take three now and uh, stack another three on your ongoing. I'm up to 11 ongoing damage. That's messed up. To nine, that sucks. (laughs) Or 16, honestly. That ends when you're no longer engaged. Okay. I haven't used my focus yet, and I really want to interview the staffing, so first I'm going to try to break free from these uh, outsider moves. I do. I disengage. And Uh, that means you're no longer taking ongoing. That's good. Let's get in close to this thing. Uh, Star High, Star Thing. I'd like to talk to you about people. People have been saying lately, and uh, that the, the you know, um, the traditional eldritch bear, like eldritch tentacle-based sea monster-inspired uh, space horrors, are getting a bit overdone in today's uh, today's like you know general <laughs> interpretation of this kind of idea. What do you think about this? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let me write that down. Uh, are you planning on changing any any uh, any parts of your look in response to this sort of this development? <laughs> Well, you know, I'm I'm some, I'm sorry. You know, I know it's, it can be hard when you you know you reach that kind of age to really you know reinvent yourself. But you know, it's uh, it's sad to be a victim of today's fast moving culture. <laughs> I'm gonna have to publish this story though. I'm sorry, it's gonna look very bad for you. You know what I like in that? <laughs> that Lynn didn't that Lynn did not need for a single moment to stop and ask how to pronounce any of that or spell any of that. <laughs> the damage roll is 14 to the star thing. Feelings clearly wounded. Its ego is in pieces. Terrible, terrible. What this, so, what this some of those writhing people. tentacles are looking a little droopy. It must be said. Okay, I guess I'm gonna regain my focus then. I'll print this. I'll print the story and get it to you know get out, and then I'll and that's I guess it's my turn. All right, the escalation dies at three. It is the star thing's turn. Lynn, did you move to engage the star thing? Are you engaged uh, with I'm it? I'm gonna say I'm, say I'm a little. I, I don't need to be engaged with it. I'm gonna say I'm a little bit away from it. Okay, Just well it's gonna bit. fly the heck away from you unless you move to uh, intercept and attack guns. That's that's fine. And this one's flying down to take a swipe at Plora, and this one at Grub, and all of I them. I only have a few regrets. <laughs> You, you, what happened to your character voice? I forgot about it a while ago. Okay. <laughs> I liked it. I only have a few regrets. There we go. There, there it is. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, crit on Plora. Oh. We are very dead. We have 10 hit points before this roll. Somebody should tell me if they're about to die, okay? Uh, Plora I is might be. definitely about to die. Yeah. 20 damage plus 4d6 or 2d6 doubled so definitely about to die uh, definitely about to die in that case I'm going to interrupt uh, the attack on uh, Plora of course uh, using redirecting the narrative uh, to divert the damage towards uh, who has the most HP? Uh, towards Grub Grub the story will be written that it was Grub who was actually attacked Oh, I'm so strong. Press can't right. be blamed for small inaccuracies. So, so muscles. So, uh, Grub, from while being hit, while being missed, still gets hit uh, because of shoddy reporting, I must say. So, a total of 36. Taken on the chin. I probably shouldn't have redirected all the Grub. That was a mistake. Anybody else would have been dropped by it. Yeah. I guess that's true. I flex. Thank you very much. I flex at Lynn, reassuringly. I'm, I'm What's Lynn's favorite muscle? I'll flex that. It's Lynn's uh, trapezius. I do it. <laughs> Enjoy. Okay. Just uh, for she, you. She reports it. 
There you go. All right. My personal reports. But she does not editorialize. Let's get that clear. Actually, uh, my uh, the mobility, which I'll probably never get to use, uh, which is the one where I uh, where like someone actually like I change a miss into a hit, is called editorialization, <laughs> which I was quite proud of. But I oh well. Okay, guns. The star thing has your number. Has tried to attack you twice and missed both times. What do you do? Uh, well, I don't appreciate it. First of all, as much as you know, like someone can, uh, as much as an AI can, not appreciate something. Am I? Can I truly not appreciate it, or am I just programmed for this? These are the quandaries I face on a daily basis. Anyway, I disengage. <laughs> are you gonna? Oh wow! You sure yeah, do. Yes. Get you are going to oh, disengage. You just kind of inflict that little quandary on the star thing, and just yeah. like, yeah, just getting yeah, by. Stuck on that for a second. Anyway, I'm over here now, and I'm going to shoot that thing in the face again because that seems to be going like really well. Anyway, that's 25. That goes really well, and it's even. Uh, so one, the first one was on the star thing. The second one's going to be on the mook. <laughs> this is going so well. Anyway, twenty-one and twenty-three damage. Damn, I should have played a ranger from the beginning. This owns. I, rangers <laughs> are pretty fun. They, it's a lot of gambling. I mean, guns has rolled extremely well. I'm just murdering everything. With mechanical precision, Guns lets uh, a, a sweep of crossbows from uh, their. Uh, right to left uh, taking out the star thing and three of the remaining mooks. She's like humming to herself as she does this. There there is but one left. One mook and two star things. Yes. Vardissa, you are cleared from all uh, uh, encumbrance. You have Mm -hmm. plenty of HP, quite frankly. What are you going to do? Coming up here, I'm using my attack that I like to call wild style. I've rolled a d3 to randomly choose an enemy to hit, and it is the wounded star thing. Hit. Uh, And this I am describing as uh, I am just surrounding myself with a uh, an aura that is rapidly changing colors because the inner, the damage that it does is random. So I'm imagining since you jumped into one of like the warped pillars, I'm imagining that you're like pulling the energy from it and just throwing it around. Yeah. I also do like the running leap over uh, one of the star things and grub. Yeah. Yeah. To hit a different star thing. Well, then my this this spell goes where it wants to go. I can't really I can't really make it do what I want it to. <laughs> That's twenty six damage. I'm gonna round up. That's twenty seven damage. It's out. <laughs> Good job. You done it. I'll just uh, pick a number out of my head. Say it turns the energy turns blue ice. It's frozen to death. Nice. Ice is nice. I'm going to use my quick action to cast wild heal, which um me and I, I can just choose one ally, and then a random nearby damaged ally is the secondary target. So, so anyone but guns, I believe. I yeah. have taken three damage, so oh, try okay. not to roll me. So anybody. All right, I rolled a four, so going from top to bottom of guns, lins, grub, Verdissa gets to spend a recovery. Oh. Yay! Thank you. I feel bad for grub right now. All right, for my Why? second quick action, I will use I'm wild fine. heal again, Whatever. targeting grub. <laughs> <laughs> 
Keep your wild heels. I don't need shit. No, this is the plan anyway. I don't need your fucking And then 1d4 among everyone else goes to Vardissa. You spend a second recovery. Uh, Alright. Okay. I am fully healed. And then, for my standard action for the turn. Did Grub actually regain any health or is... Oh, there it goes. <laughs> there it goes. <laughs> I barely regained any Stop so rushing me. I'm not the Russian one. I was going to say that like maybe it was impossible to perceive because of the hugeness of his life oh. bar. There. Uh, <laughs> I throw a lightning harpoon to the star thing and miss. Finally. Who, who's going? Don't you have a thing you can do on misses? Um, actually, I spent a command point already, so no, oh. you, it's all yours. I already used okay. mine, though. I don't have it either. <laughs> what? Team I used synergy. I that damage to you. It's fine. I've been on a roll all game. I'm allowed to miss. This is fine. Well, that's cool to have gone better. Grub, uh, you are face-to-face uh, orc to monster with the two remaining enemies. The thing about Grub is they've been fighting one-handed this entire time because their other hand, their other arm rather, is badly damaged by the eternal ember burning in their chest, preventing them from using the muscles of their other arm often. But sometimes, a battle goes on long enough to justify it. And I am going to use an ability that is called sword work in the book, but is more like muscle work when applied to Grub. (laughs) So, for the rest of the encounter, I can use... A quick action basic melee, in addition to my usual standard basic melee. Alrighty, that's a 23 and a 24 against AC. Both hit. This is not gonna go well, but... One titanic left hook lands on the star thing's cheek just in time for it to be bounced back into the other titanic right hook. 35 damage. Oh. Jeez. That's combined, then? Yep. Okay. Yeah, that's... I'm not a cheater. I realized I was cheating. I just saved against my own regeneration. That is no longer continuing. <laughs> uh, I'm going to regain my focus point, and because this fight is basically over, I'm going to go interview the Star Thing uh, with uh, another leading question. Star Thing, despite your, uh, you know, your rather glamorous introduction here, it looks like you've been defeated quite soundly. What do you think about this? <laughs> uh, what do you think about your cha- uh, You know, do you have any? Do you have a, What do you think about the chances of your, you know, your extraterrestrial force having greater success in the future? <coughs> uh, and what do you, you know? What, what what have you learned from this experience? Like, what would you do differently if you do this fight again? <coughs> I see. It's a it's a very sad. Well, you know, I I suppose it can't be helped. Well, thank you. Uh, the now now for it. So, I could listen to Ironicus just make horrible noises all night. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's the shit I'm here for. That's great. I. It's pretty good. Uh, natural 20. <laughs> I can say it. it's going to be so interview it and no. decides it doesn't want to Damn, be. Damn, y'all. We should have been playing 14th age from the beginning. That's 200, <laughs> that's 200 shame damage to the remaining star thing. That's the 18 damage is 36. Breaking. Stars, uh, star thing assault disappoints all. <laughs> is this the end for credible extraterrestrial threats uh, out from be- behind some shrubs come a two uh, uh, trench coated and beef adored figures oh it's them thanks for doing the legwork and uh, some of the beatings 
Uh, has the environment turned back to normal, I should ask? Uh, yeah, the building begins to untwist itself and the sky begins to clear. John Seymour, the, the uh, gnome, ha- has got his backup stilts on. Uh, he, he looks a bit wobbly than he did, uh, more wobbly than he did before. This is going to make a great story. When I get the money from this, I might be able to even buy a real printing press. <laughs> Those require a lot of upkeep, I hear. I might, have to, I might have to get an office, too. That might take a little longer. So, uh, what do you say we can take it off your hands? I'm sure we can, uh... Do better than those uh, wandering you ladies were offering. At this point, can I just fucking flex and sigh and march towards them? I mean, I have 70 more gold than I woke up this morning, right? (laughs) I'm going to rob him. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, uh, give, give me a roll. What are you using to rob him? Oh, a roll, huh? Interesting, interesting. How about D20 plus 7 and another D20 plus 7? <laughs> Those are my attack rolls for the listeners at home. Uh, you know what? I think 14 AC is about right. Uh, okay. The, the fir- oh, no, you misunderstand. I would never attack somebody. I'm punching into the wall directly behind his head, which, as you may remember, is made of the same material as his head being a golem. <laughs> There, there is a, a fist-shaped crater. Exclusive. There's two. Is the crime problem in Twist out of control? <laughs> uh, look, um, I think you've provided... Now how's about that payment for services rendered? I was going to say, this is a very valuable service you've done today. Look, uh, you, you've saved the town, and uh, uh, I, I would like to buy... Uh, he, here's 50 gold for you, and uh, I think I will buy all of this lady's fine uh, reporting as uh, a source to, oh. to for for the remaining 20 that I have here today. So I'll give you a copy of all the articles I wrote in the last 30 minutes. I, I really hope you enjoy them. Please, please just, uh, give me any feedback you have. I'm really hoping to, to improve. Uh, he looks at Grub, he looks back at Lynn. It's the finest reporting I've ever read. Lynn looks overjoyed. She <laughs> she takes she no notice that he top. has not read them yet. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Vardissa is uh, busy painting a a uh, a very stylistic uh, mural celebrating their conquering of the alien invaders, and also the weakness of the Empire for allowing this invasion to happen. <laughs> it's, it's a real shame what's happened to the that empire. Impor- that element was important. Yes. So yeah, uh, I suppose that's the adventure. Would anyone like to share an idea of what uh, their character thinks about this whole thing and where they might end up? If this Grub is sated. If this were not a one-shot, which it definitely is. Please. Hmm. But um, the guns' whole motive is to collect lore and other stuff like that. So... Following a reporter, probably a pretty good idea. And Guns probably doesn't have any idea how much of a complete fucking hack this one is. <laughs> I give equal odds to Grub finding Necropolitan 13 and discovering the lost cooking secrets therein, and just deciding that's not really that important to them, and finding some other better way to proceed, such as robbing golems. Yeah, 
Vardisa is uh, becoming more and more involved in the revolution, and I think following Lynn around would be at least a, a decent way to uh, get the information needed to uh, tear these people down. That's a very generous interpretation. <laughs> I... Lynn is probably. I'm going to go ahead and put forth that Lynn is the party leader. Oh, uh, yep, <laughs> pretty much. That's a weird thing to have happened. Uh, it seemed like it was either her or Plora by this point. But it's good. Explorer. No, I definitely think it's Lynn because yeah. we're all writers for Lynn's magazine. Yeah. <laughs> I like to think I... that what happened is Lynn uh, put out put out a want ad for like people to help for like interns to help write the paper, but then we all just showed up ready to like kill people. <laughs> Adventure. Actually, I believe you'll find it was Rituel who hired us. Mm-hmm. Well, no, and what if you review to... the 14th Age canon books, what will happen to Rituel after this? So yeah, while while we're on the topic, I'd like to thank uh, Patreon backer Colette for giving us uh, Rituel and Hollandaise Sunday. Uh, I'd like to thank. Uh, Okay, it didn't come up because he didn't press on it, but that winking and nudging, they got their information from Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang launched another campaign. How about that? Good. Uh, at the request of Patreon backer Torlon. Uh, and I'd like to thank uh, Captain Cowhat for both the Miraculous Maestro's Musical Market, or as Rip calls it, the Parts Store. I'm on down to the Magical Market. We got, we got <laughs> xylophones. We got accordions. And also John Seymour, the the bestilted gnome. And uh, Patreon backer OJ for Mason Crumbles Malone, the hard-boiled golem detective. Frankly, it's a good thing John Seymour already ran out of pocket sand for today, or else we would have been defeated in a snap. (laughs) I didn't do Lynn, so just to say it briefly, she's probably going to continue, you know, she's probably going to be frilled of all of her newfound companions and continue trying to, you know, make it... uh, Make a successful magazine that will spread the truth about the state of the empire to the common people and fail miserably over and over again for the so, foreseeable future. Uh, question, question, Lynn. Uh, you you mentioned your your patron, your sponsor. Oh, oh it's just someone I, I met back in my college days. It doesn't. Matter. Yeah, who who's that? Uh, you know, someone uh, a mage, high, pretty high, pretty high up in the empire. They're pretty skeptical of it too. Uh, they really? gave me uh, they gave me this journal that I carry around. It's sort of a sort of a you know a charm. They're like a they're getting, they got into reporting, too, so we sort of keep in contact. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, what, what's the name of this higher-up mage? I promise not to rat you out to the man. Rituel would... I, I, sorry, Vardissa would kill me. I... Uh, <laughs> just, just her surname, I think. Oh, uh, no. I, don't, or, I forget her surname. Her first name is Mary. Uh, uh, her maiden name? Uh, maiden name? Yeah. Mm. Uh, I think it's Stone. Oh, okay, cool, cool. I think our last task of the evening is naming the newspaper. That's right. What can oppose the insidious imperial standard? You know, only reports lies and deceit when it pretends to report truth and, uh, you know, coupons. (laughs) And coupons. (laughs) Uh, I I like to think that after this episode, uh, we use our, our earnings from this mission to buy a very small one-room office for the newspaper and we all live there also. And it just becomes a slice of life series. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just becomes the office. Fantasy the office. <laughs> that's a fun idea. I mean, if that's what happens, then Explorer's future is that they leave the party because they're actually looking for <laughs> I mean, the lost druid. base of operations. <laughs> and no, they don't. That's part of the <laughs> it's, point. It's in the name. 
<laughs> I mean, the, the 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 last party had a mansion. We have a, we have a, a shitty office. I mean, pl- Explorer might come back and visit you, but they're going to be looking for the lost druid, and we're mainly with Grub because Grub was still going all over the place. Lynn, if you guys are settling down, yes? Explorer's leaving. Well, we're not what settling is, down. We're just what is the grass? Hey, everybody else, shut the fuck up. Lynn. Yeah. What if, to surpass the Imperial standard, you name your paper the Imperial Exceptional? <gasps> That's a great idea. <laughs> Imperial <laughs> Exception. And we'll what call if, our group the Exceptionals. What if it's one of those? I'm really like, excited about this now. Oh, God. What no, if our also, group is also called the Imperial Exceptional. What if also the magazine is like one of those really like you know trashy magazines that like only refers to other stuff and really like smarmy shitty nicknames? And you only call it Bat the Imperial <laughs> Double Standard. <laughs> <laughs> No, okay, that's uh, and that's it. That was the last piece of world building we needed. So no more said yeah. about the 14th age so, tonight, please. Thank you all for joining us on this little uh, epilogue, this button on the end. Uh, we thought it was important that while our campaign is over, to make the point that uh, the world keeps turning, the story never really ends. Dumb things continue to happen. <laughs> Play your own damn games in our setting. Do it. It'll be great. Please do. I wrote up a big write-up, and it's nice. Tell us about them. I, for one, plan to post my character sheet in the hopes that somebody else will continue on the legacy of Grub. I would do the same, except for there's a part of my character sheet that I literally just put who cares for instead of actually filling it out, (laughs) because I knew I was never going to use any battle cries. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, definitely we've posted our... uh, fresh icon list and, and even a short podcast of Gnome and I talking about them and just spinning de- uh, uh, ideas about them together uh, and also just because this game is over does not mean feats is over we've got more bonus feats there are uh, other longer term campaigns in the works so uh, we're not going anywhere just the Dragon Empire is the end of season one. <laughs> it only took seven years. So, co recorders, co players, this is your true final last chance to say anything about the 13th age or 14th age to our listeners. 13th age is pretty good. You should play it. It's great. Thank you for listening. Uh, it's. No, that came up badly. Someone else should do this. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us thus far. Thank you for sticking with us for what's to come. Thanks again, everybody, for listening. I really enjoyed playing 13th Age. I look forward to playing some new games and having new adventures in the future. I had a lot of time fun playing the 13th Age. It was really good. It was a nice, refreshing, not D&D game, you know? Yeah, close enough. Yeah, yeah. It was, it's pretty close, but it was nice to play... Something for an extended amount of times that didn't have Dungeons and Dragons in the title. Just in the content. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm making no attempt to hide the fact. But, you know, this is a captain. D&D is bad. No. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. oh, my God. We offer an alternate opinion it's in 5,000 words. I'd like to join in uh, with everybody's statements of thanks uh, and that it, it really was 
a great time, a great period of our lives, and we're looking forward to the future. So I suppose all that's left to say after this extended ending uh, is goodbye, folks. It truly was a 13th age. <laughs> <laughs>